Hello everyone, and welcome back once again to Adventuring 101. This here D&D podcast where I, Robbie the Dungeon Master, take my various wonderful friends, these uh, misfits that they play, through what is basically Adventuring University. And uh, we have kind of a kind of a special episode for you guys uh, this time around because this is uh, I think we've determined that this is going to be our big long, thick season finale episode. So this one's going to be a bit longer, but uh, hopefully it'll uh, provide some catharsis for everybody, including you, our lovely listeners. And so. As we wrap up this little section of the story, the season finale, uh, we will, of course, go around and say hello to everybody. So, of course, we have Stephen Mercer playing Kazuma. Stephen, as this uh, season one slowly but surely winds to a close, uh, what, are, what, what, are you, what are your feelings? What are your thoughts? I love you guys. Aww. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> Even Kermit the Frog over there. So cute. Um, yeah, just um, one second. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been a it's been nice, you know, um, doing this because it's, especially it's all by my money. But hopefully, I wanted to say, yeah, no, thank you guys for being there for so long, and I hope season two will be even more interesting. I I'm kind of was hoping to play more of Kazuma, but there's always more. There's always more stuff, so don't like run off and be like, "Re, I can't handle this. I can't handle change." And but we we have I'm I'm working as well as everyone else here to do something different, and and you might like the DM we got. He's yeah. in this room very as we speak. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna keep that hush hush until the end. Don't yeah, but I want but I want to let you know I love you guys and I love the listeners. I'll oh. and also wash your bedding and hug your mom. Yes. Do it. I stop right you know what you're doing and hug your mom. Yeah. I mean it. Do it now. I, I will I'm I'm staring at you through your app right now on Spotify or whatever you listen to. Staring at you through your ears. <laughs> and and I'm telling you to do it. I mean I, I would, but I'm I gotta record this podcast. No well then uh you hug your mom after Tyler. Sure. <laughs> and tell her you love her because when she's gone, she's gone. Exactly. But everything, everything else, you know, just um, and wash your bedding because most people don't wash your bedding longer than once a year, and that's disgusting. That triggers me. Yeah. All right. Neat. Yeah, as Stephen mentioned, we're having a couple of changes once season one is finalized, but uh, you'll get all that at the end. So you know, listen, listen, listen all the way through the episode. Hmm. And of course, next we have Tyler McElwain. Tyler, uh, Marin's gone through a lot of changes over this past like year that we've uh, recorded this and and set this up. What's uh, what's your thoughts? How are you feeling about what seems to be the eventual conclusion for this particular season? Uh, well, I'm hoping. Um, well, for Marin, uh, his his goals have shifted. His his marvelous manual, which was once going to be a monster manual, uh, is now going to be a tome of all knowledge using the abilities that he's gained from his uh, patron. So it it won't get to that by the end of the season, obviously, uh, but I hope that he's going to be working towards that. Sweet. 
And of course, since he has to know everything in order to write everything down, he's going to be paying more attention in school once more. Oh. He, won't, he won't be shirking work as much as he uh, used to. Well, that's good. Uh, all right. And then, of course, we have Amanda Stewart playing as Luna. What's, how are you feeling about the end of season one here, Luna? What's uh, How's Luna feeling about things as they are? You know, you guys have just completed your final exam for this semester. Luna's quite excited to see what her grades are. Fair enough. I think a lot of us can sympathize with that sentiment. Well, radical. And then finally, of course, we have Elliot Luke Grace Wilson playing as Bright Claws. And this this whole thing, it's been an adventure for everybody, but I think especially it's been a, a bit of a wackier adventure for Bright Claws. Uh, what's, what's Bright Claws' thoughts on that, Elliot? Are we expected for the fun trip, nevertheless? Fantastic. Yes. All right. Excellent. I love it ends well and whatnot. Well, we'll we'll see. So, last we left off, you guys had just rescued Kazuma's mother, Duncan, from the clutches of some terrible Eldritch-related hag ritual. Uh, you narrowly avoided a singularity event triggering within this cave, but fortunately, Bright Claws was fast, and managed to prevent uh, two items combining that would have probably spelled doom for all of you. Basically, he did a Flash Zack Snyder uh, moment. Yeah. Yeah, I just saved you four hours, people. Exactly. Still, it's still good, though. I, I like yeah. it. <laughs> and uh, yes, so you guys managed to rescue Duncan uh, and managed to get that whole sorted out, eliminated the cult, You even spared Captain Buchanan and saw Salty Sam, his first mate, propose with him. And now you guys are well on your way back. You go on your boat that you arrived here on. And you are able to sail back to Gabriola completely unfettered. Nothing comes to kill you. Nothing, no crazy storms happen. The sea is calm as Duncan is recovering very ably, in part thanks to Luna's healing and help, and her general rest. Did we get the treasure that was promised to us for uh, rescuing uh, Buchanan? Didn't Salty Sam say like he'd show us where the treasure is buried or something? Uh, I believe he said he would like give you... I don't recall exactly, because my memory is bad. I probably should have written it down. But he uh, he did promise you guys something. I don't know. I don't think he said that he would deliver it to you like right away. But I think he's kind of busy right now. Let's just say he knew he knows what we are where we're from, and he's just going to be like, uh, like, like we're yeah, giving they got a wedding to plan. They, yeah. they, they they were kind of like in the middle of the throes of romance, so we were like, we'll leave you alone. Yeah, I'll leave you. We'll leave you to it. Yeah. And yeah. Marin, Marin didn't save a human for nothing. <laughs> yeah exactly i know yeah so that you're not really sure like what's going on with that but salty sam said he would reward you in some way so that's on the agenda for sure i think you just did that as an example it's just some weird like lord of the rings joke like uh, sam i'm coming to you 
Oh, I didn't even think of that, honestly. Man, I'm an accidental genius. Anyways. <laughs> uh, so you guys eventually are able to sail back to Gabriola. You see uh, the Revenge still docked in the harbor. And you see a lot of the crew of the Revenge, the newly unionized crew that you guys helped to form, scuttling about, kind of making ready to set sail very soon, probably tomorrow. And uh, as you guys get into port at Gabriola, at first it's only like the local sailors, like two or three people milling around that see you. Uh, But eventually, as they recognize who you are, as they're coming in, several of them run off and go and grab the whole town. And as you are fully docked in and you sling the rope up on the on the harbor, there there is a whole concession of people that have surrounded the dock and the area that you are around. Uh, I'm looking on with awe as you guys have returned, not only safe and sound, but with Duncan. And you see among their ranks are Luna's parents and Scotch. I I, I think um, Cosmo's like a little bit nervous. And like he's he's not used to us. Like and he looks at like um he looks at Bright Claws and be like it's like I, I I got a plan. And basically he just wants to get his mom out of the doesn't want people bothering her. So he's like, he looks at Bright Claws and they're like, I'm going to throw you under the bridge in a good way, Bright Claws. Okay. All right. And he does that. And he's like, and he does a wink and then he grabs his mom and he basically like uh, does the, the speedy, like get out of there really fast with her. Okay. Just leap off the dock and just kind of motor through the crowd. Yeah. Basically like uh, just ex- basically like a sp- going extremely fast. Oh, okay. Using yeah. that monk speed to your advantage. Yeah. yeah. All right. You leap off. Uh, the crowd kind of parts as they're kind of surprised. They just suddenly leap off the boat and run into town. I, I kind of gun like did a hard stop with his mom uh, with his mom in his arms and be like, "Everyone, thank Bright Claws for saving my, saving her," and points at the cat and be like, and and runs off with her. I, uh <laughs> The crowd uh, kind of turns around, uh, and they're like, "What? What? What?" At first, and like, uh, th- three cheers for Bright Claws, I guess." And eventually, they uh, Bright Claws—they will drag you out of the boat and hoist you up over their shoulders and start parading you around town. Bright Claws is completely fine with this turn of events. Meow. You do see, however, among the crowd is a little Shiba Inu mayor, Billy Shien, who is eyeing you with hatred. Mm. I close my eyes with some sadness that even after these events, some cannot overcome their natural dispositional hatreds. I also think this is I tried to spy for any pigeons to brutally murder as they are evil. I mean... <laughs> You know that uh, they have a whole concession of pigeons uh, that they use for messaging. So, you know, just to keep mm-hmm. in mind, they're all, you pass by the pigeon coop and they all, they all turn their heads simultaneously at you, Bright Claws. Another day, day <laughs> there will be peace. Uh, 
Luna, Marin, what's your reaction? Because people are mostly cheering Bright Cause, but others are cheering you as well. Amanda went to the Amanda went to the washroom. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, Marin, what's your kind of reaction to all this? You know, Bright Claws is paraded off. You're you're cheered for sure, but you know they're convinced enough of Kazuma's assumptions. He'll keep to himself mostly. He'll keep the book close, and uh, you know he'll like nod his thanks to anyone cheering for him. But uh, for the most part, he tries to make himself uh, not scarce, but just. Uh, let, let the praise fall on Bright Claws. Fair enough. So in time, you know, the crowd's going around, and Kazuma, what are you, you know, you drag your mom into town, or carry your mom into town, rather. Uh, what is, uh, what, what's, uh, what's up with Kazuma? Where's he going? I'm taking her back home so she can rest. Fair enough. Like, he's kind of, like, basically moving faster than a, than a, speeding car through everything like a speeding horse yeah a speeding horse basically like without dropping her she's he's doing like parkour and stuff i see so imagine she's leveled but he's moving around yeah it's yeah. very like naruto yeah and 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 then tries to get to the house because like a whole crowd of people like after you've been abducted his mind is like after you've been abducted she's kind of like like i'm too tired for this shit and yeah. wants to, wants to just get stoned, like and 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 I'm and I think I'm like. Does she say anything to me? Uh, no. She'll just like be held in your arms as she's going. As you said, she's very tired. Yeah, but I'm not holding her and like like incredibly, but over my shoulder. Okay, <laughs> like she's facing backwards. <laughs> nice. And and then um I I'm uh go through the backyard and bust th- and land through and just cut and and then slow down and then then drop her on the bed on her bed it's All like right. not not really like carefully but just like a drop with a thunk on the she... on her sofa like on her bed and be like what the f-? <laughs> with a thunk she lands against the bed she goes <clears throat> and uh well she gets comfortable and she opens her eyes they flutter open so thanks. Yeah, here's your pipe. And, and I, I don't know, like, a, tr- a, a tray full of weed? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. She'll immediately go for the weed. Uh, and after a couple of tokes, she's she's right out. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I basically clean up and just kind of, like, start... Lo- it's it, How late is it? Is it late or is it sunrise? Uh, it's, like, close to evening by the time you guys get back. I think Cosma kind of just kind of be perimetered around the the place and make sure, like, how's the garden beforehand? Not great. It still needs a lot of uh, improvement. You know, a lot of damage was done to it. I think he's rather work on that. And like, he basically cap. You know, like Captain America, he he just rips wood in half. Yeah. Yeah, he just rips wood in half with his bare hands, and it helps his mom doesn't ask him questions about the missing axe. Okay, and and like he just ripped what fixes the garden by pulling weeds out. His hands shatter from the weeds, like the pointy parts, and then keeps ripping wood. And then because the dragonborn skin doesn't cut, they shatter. Yeah, and he just kind of like he's basically trying not to like. He's kind of like thinking about a, 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 the they're just decompressing the situation. Yeah, like in a in a movie, it's not like in a movie. Everyone's like three cheers and they party. No, you're kind of 
he's kind of like doesn't want to deal with everything. Yeah, just vibing. Yeah, and and anyone who comes over, he just kind of stares. Fair enough. Well, so, all right then. Does anyone come in and bother them? Uh, I'll say after some time, you know, the the they eventually the various townsfolk get tired of partying and cheering. Uh, late into the night, uh, they uh, offer you know everybody else that's in town, Luna, Marin, and Bright Claws, you know, drinks and good food and all that stuff. You don't see the uh, Captain Gant swim and his crew around. You do know that they're probably on the boat, but they're not celebrating with you as of yet. Uh, so you guys are treated to a lovely night while Kazuma is just chilling with, you know, tending to the garden. Uh, but eventually, over time, as kind of the night winds down, uh, as you are sorting through the weeds, you got this, you know, big pile of refuse from the garden that you need to take out and get composted or whatever, Kazuma, getting that sorted out. You hear a uh, set of bare footprints that are... You hear bare footsteps that are coming up the trail to your house. Kazuma does, like, the... the, the like, the, his eyes raised and stops and does, like, the turn... and turns around really quickly. You see none other than your master, Scotch, uh, calmly approaching up the walkway with a bottle of, presumably, Scotch in his hand. Cosmo jumps over the roof and just it does a he does a back uh, does a somersault flip no that was a he does a front flip uh, front into the driveway and, and stops like ten feet away from him. Scotch looks up and down and says, "Not bad. Left foot was a little off by a couple of degrees, but you're getting better. At least you're nicer than Becky." <laughs> and and Cosmo kind of pulls out an empty bottle with sharks. No, he has like the full like. Shark man blooded of scotch bottle, and he kind of looks at me and is like, "I totally forgot I didn't need the. I wanted to use this on that hag." Ah, uh, you know, we all have regrets. Yeah. Hey, uh, wanted to say, uh, what you did, you did good. I'm glad that academy is working out for you. That was sort of like his face is kind of st- like stoic, but he looks a little away because he can't really process praise from him. It's like, thanks. Um, that tabaxi uh, monk guy is pretty good, I guess. The academy is alright. It's kind of a little bit frustrating. And funny, and he just, and Cosmo's like, funny thing is, and he explains everything and very quickly about the academy. And he's like, yeah, it's kind of cra- cr- crazy, really. I, and, the, and then he says, like, so why did you came to save my mom? Because it was the right thing to do. That's, uh, I know you got it in your heart, Casimir. You know what the right thing to do is. But you, and he kind of pokes you in the belly with his uh, scotch bottle. Belly? Yeah. <laughs> he has a six pack. Six pack, yeah. yeah. He pokes you in the abdomen with his scotch bottle. Ow. And he says, you, just gotta learn to cool your head a little bit or figure out what's going on inside that empty noggin of yours. And then, from there, you can find your peace. Me, 
I found my peace. Dean turns uh, up his nose and said, "What he says that? <laughs> like, yeah, I get it. You're you, you got wife and kids, and you have a bunch of adoring students that love you and listen to you. It's not about that, though. Uh-huh. That's my own version of peace, Kazuma. And maybe that's not your version of peace, but I can see that you're still finding yours. And you know what? That's all right." That's what life is all about, man. But, uh, I, as for your mom, your mom's the most capable person that, uh, really, you know, knew how, what was on in this island, and, uh, yeah, you, you know, her and I go way back. Uh, even before your dad. Not in a weird way. Because he, he, he looks like his, his fist kind of clenching when he says that. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I wanted to ask you something too. Yeah, uh, yeah. What's and, and, he, and he points. He kind of gestures his head to the garden. Kind of like he's like, he's like you know, better work while he's talking. Yeah. And he's and he walks and does a, and he's like kind of, and he does this uh, joke. He'd be like, I bet you you can't do this. And he does like he puts his hands in his pocket and he does a jumps between the trees up to the roof and jumps over the house. Oh, I see. Yeah, he. So, uh, he yells from behind the house, says, Not bad! And then you see him suddenly leap up over the house in one single bound and land by your feet. It's like, damn. Uh, okay. Don't get cocky, and... kid. That's the real killer. Yeah. But, uh, listen. And, and, and Cosmo remembers the time the orb with the, with the, with the goblins shoot him in the chest a lot. And he's like, what is it? I just want to say that uh, I know you and I have not got along very well, so to speak. But uh, you got spunk, kid. You got a good heart. And uh, gotta admit, still kind of pissed about you leaving my gym, but... Distillery gym. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but he holds up the scotch bottle for you to take and says, I want you to take this, though. Huh. You know, if if your path doesn't cross the bind anymore, then uh, least you can do is remember me, hey? He he puts it in his back pocket. Be like, this would be good for the guys at offices and bosses. Nine. Yeah. Um, and he looks around, and he well, he's sort of like digging. He's sort of like cleaning the trenches around the hat. Like he's kind of just still working on it. And he asks a quick couple of questions, like. So does the everyone has to hate me there? Uh, no. I've, uh... I've kept the reasons for your leaving a little hush-hush, so to speak. I told one of them they were an asshole. Your top student. Because he's an asshole. Uh, I sort of do. Don't worry about it. But, uh, I wouldn't come back there if I were you. Huh. Another thing. Uh, he does like a little like uh, thing. He's like, um, you know where he is, Avalanche. You know where he is. No, lost, hey, uh, lost track I wanna, of him long ago. I want to roll a. I want to roll a insight on that. All right, roll me an insight check. Eleven. Yeah, he's genuine. He says, "I, uh, I don't know. I heard he's around in some of the fighter circuits, but got no trace of him." After he uh, 
after the bastard took out your dad, he uh, just became a bit of a ghost. My mom banished him to the astral plane. Oh, shit, I didn't know that bit. Yeah, it was pretty metal. That does sound pretty cool, but, uh... Well, who knows Who knows where he is now, but, uh... I'll keep my ear to the ground. And he'll, he eventually kind of turns around to leap back over the house, and he says, uh... Just keep working on your balance. I'll, uh... See you around, kid. And, uh... Tell your mom I said a proper hi. I'm not hanging around. Okay. With that, he'll, he'll, and he, he, he stops and does, like, a very deep bow. He'll bow. He'll nod in approval, and he will leap back over the house. Cosmos sort of tries to hold back a cry, and he starts working on the yard. It's oh. like, son of a bitch. Um, with that, uh, Luna, with all the celebrations that are going on in town, you know, you're uh, partying it up and, and celebrating with the townsfolk who believe Bright Claws is... Uh, the hero that saved Duncan properly. Uh, what's what's your reaction to this? Luna is really, really, really happy. She also wants to help make like food preparations. Oh heck yeah! What absolutely? Do, what, what do Dragonborns play like with teeth like or tieflings? Do they just play like? But uh, they do play like uh, surfing music or something. Yeah, there you go. I mean, you live on an island. Maybe there's like some reggae or something. Yeah, they just play like. Really fast music. Yeah. <laughs> sea shanties. Yeah. Yeah. Your, you and your parents can aptly help to feed this impromptu little celebration that you got going here, uh, Luna. Yeah. Uh, whilst, you know, you guys, the party is eventually brought to the tavern. that, And the whole town kind of starts gathering in the town square and the tavern and to you know, celebrate. And so Marin, Bright Clods, and Luna, you guys are all there, either uh, kind of in the tavern or hanging out uh, in the town square, wherever it is you kind of feel that you would be. When all of a sudden, a an odd figure, familiar one, but still kind of odd, bursts in through the door. He stands very heroically. Uh, he has a sea salt stained leather jacket on and a pirate's tricorn hat. But with his demeanor, it takes a while for you to recognize Captain Gantswim. <laughs> oh, his curse is lifted. <laughs> he has in his in both of his hands black bottles of rum <laughs> he takes out the cork with both of them at the same time with his teeth chugs them down and says all right me hearties captain gant swims back uh he'll march on over to where you guys are casima luna and bright claws and says ah shape up your scurvy dogs how you doing Casima's not there no he is not yeah. Uh, Marin is taken aback by such a drastic change. He's like, um, Gantswim, that's you, right? Aye, aye, it is. How you doing there, Mr. Marcus? Uh, fine. You, you good? Of course okay? I'm good. Aye, aye, 
I had the strangest thing happen to me the other day, Mr. Beckus. I was uh, getting drunk off of the old grog, uh, as I normally do. But all of a sudden, I felt as if I could drink this. And he slams down the already half-empty two bottles of rum on the table. My favorite black rum. And I'm a new man again, Mr. Marcus. I feel like I did 20 years ago. You said you were cursed by a hag, right? That's what caused you to avoid the Aye, aye, that be the tale. Sea hag? Aye. I think... Can't swim. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just putting this one out there. Uh, you can do with this information what you will. But I believe we killed the hag that cursed you. Uh, not just today. Why the... You're not pulling me leg, are you, boy? I don't believe so. We certainly killed a hag. Why? This calls for an even greater celebration. And he starts pulling more bottles of rum out of his jacket. I says, come, let us drink to the killing of that vile hag. Mr. Marcus, I'll be ensuring that your whole party be getting the proper rewards they deserve. I'll cheers to that. It's the least I can do. So drink up, me hearties, yo-ho. He will, without waiting, shove a bottle into your hand and uncork it for you with his mouth uh, and slam it uh, hard in cheers to anybody that obliges him. Marin Marin will drink, although he'll temporarily forget that he doesn't drink often, and then... uh quickly start sputtering and coughing at the taste and the burning of the rum. Captain Ganswim says, Aye, just be a landlubber. Don't worry, you get used to it. It makes your blood run hot with courage, that there rum. Yuri's going to pass up. She still doesn't like alcohol. Fair she prefers tea. Fair enough. Brightclaws, what's your reaction to this new Captain Gantswim, and it's at this time that uh, you can see the rest of Captain Gantswim's crew starting to filter into the tavern and party hard as sailors do. And you see the first mate come by, but he's not his usual demeanor of just looking like he's done with life. His posture has also improved. This is good. Um, I will give them a double thumbs up for approval in the increase of their adventurousness and competency as pirates. They will also definitively drink anything they give me, as is tradition. Alright, those of you who are drinking, I'd like you to make con saves. Oh no. (laughs) Okay. Luna's not liking a revolting taste of uh, uh, Luna's revolting opinion about uh, alcohol has finally saved her. There you go. Alright, I got a six. Alright, Elliot, what did you get? Two. <laughs> Bright class, you are Captain Gantswim shoves a bottle of rum into your hand and you drink it and it's it's like it's no effort. You are You pass out. <laughs> Uh, Marin, you last about five minutes longer. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, Marin, he, he kind of warms up to the taste, starts drinking a little bit more and more, but it doesn't take long. He's not a, he, he drinks, but not very much. Uh, he doesn't have much to celebrate. So after drinking uh, one sip too much, just bam, onto the table. Sweet. Eventually, the uh, day turns into night, and you guys have a peaceful sleep, finalizing your adventures related to Gabriola. The sun rises again, a nice, wonderful, crisp sea air breezes across the island. Kazuma, where do you think you, where would you be sleeping at your mom's place? Just like in your old bed, like in the garden? I think the old bed is kind of funny. Fair enough. Yeah, you, like your uh, feet are just like hanging off. I think his mom kind of retroactively made it fit. Uh, okay. It's a, in previous story, before the story, they uh, when Kazuma recovered from the tournament under Waterdeep for a month at his house. Right. And then got the notice to fly uh, to go to the Argons. So he was kind of like already sort of settled. Okay. So it wasn't like years. It was just a couple months. Okay. And and, and like his and he's kind of like wakes up and be like, and he kind of just like, oh, okay, I forgot this place is smell. And he yeah. um, and he, he he looks at this like this this power rack, and just lifts it with one hand and be like. That was a weird bait. I was like, it has like fifties in both ends. He just lifts it up with one arm and be like, I was a real baby back then. <laughs> awesome. And then he crept and he just like, and he just starts, um, and he kind of feels weird emptying out all his, uh, graphic novel, uh, scrolls. And, but he's like, ah, I guess it was for a reason. And he kind of walks outside and he walks out of his room into the hallway and his, does he see anything? You see, the place is actually surprisingly clean now. Seems your mom has been hard at work after she got her rest. And the wonderful smell of tacos can be smelt. Oh, breakfast tacos. Uh, yeah, breakfast tacos being cooked up on the stove. And Are it they seems... soft or hard? Uh, what do you think you prefer? Uh, my mom would do both. All right, there's she's, a... like, she's, she's like, uh, your choice. I just did it. <laughs> All right, there are two soft and two hard tacos that are made. They're out on a plate already. Your mom has just set them down uh, and it's at the table. And she goes, oh, well, about time you woke up. Almost missed breakfast. How can I miss breakfast? Fair you enough. can call me a lot of things, but don't tell me I missed breakfast. And I'm just like, ah, I'm funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll take out a... She'll take out a blunt and start going to town on that. Yeah. And uh, I told her, like, like so I cleaned up after you when I got here, and you seemed like you did a lot better than I did. Oh, well, funny thing about getting uh, kidnapped for two weeks is that you just really, really got to get the place clean. Yeah, and and, and especially the scaven feet that I cleaned up, the, the squid, yeah. shark people. And, like, you yeah. incinerated all the, half of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not my, uh, as a little bit of a mess out. That took a little extra, extra work, but, uh, uh no? I gotta know, like, I never got used to this magic crap. How did he? And, uh, and, um, good thing they didn't went over to your study with all those aliens you're trying to find. Yeah, you know, 
the aliens may have imparted me with magics, but hey, I at least it works. I thought you said he ate a dead fried dragon's heart. Then you got inducted aliens. She like looks off into the distance, looks at the blunt, and looks looks back at you to say, "Yeah, what are those?" Yeah, they're really complicated. Um, but yeah, is it? Are you? Uh, so, what do you think of my team saving you? Saving you? Well, I didn't get the best look at them, but they seem nice. I'm. I'm glad you've been able to, to find your way a little bit. That's I'm very happy for you, Kazman. I'm very proud. He slowly starts eating and tells him tells her the story about like Argon's adventuring. Like the first night, he he break dance and hits his head on the chair. He the, then the ghost then almost dies and then goes into the orb almost dies. Then it goes to that one time he he incinerates a cult because he made fun of her. And that one time he. <laughs> like uh, he goes to the uh, 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 tournament. Well, wait, he does the tournament. Then he talks about the time he fights Bright Claws. But the reason why, and then he goes, it's out of order and confusing. She'll like nod and eventually give you a fist bump. Yeah, and he, I incinerated the whole cult, everyone. That's a little and, damn. That's that's radical. Yeah, I know. It was too easy though, so I gave the noob tube to help this guy named Carl. Sounds like a tool. Uh, you know, he he tries his best. Well, I guess that's all he can do. Yeah, and also he believes in in Paylor or like whatever. Uh, I mean, Paylor's Paylor, uh, but kind of he's kind of an he's a he's all right uh, district manager uh, district manager. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. but um, also another thing, um. You, are you sure you want to like stay keep doing this whole stuff or you want to like kind of like wind down and just do something different like study more fine with these aliens or you know maybe just work and make your own store or something I don't know honestly I think this town would be lost without me I'm good to stay here where's Billy in all this Billy will will be my good boy yeah. Uh... I thought I was a good boy. Uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, okay. And he looks like it, he starts um, eating a little more. And he's like, another thing about this. I started to, I went through our stuff and that blacksmith, he, you know, the one who ate bugs when we were in school, when I was in school. Yeah, he, made, he made, he made that, uh, he made that uh, bow staff. He made it into a rake. After he did? Yeah, he looks at it and like he kind of just like points out in the in the umbrella rack. <laughs> it's like it's right there. She goes, ah, well, if it's functional. And I also took uh, Dad's old sword and cleaning it up. Oh, phew, I, I completely forgot about that thing. Also, the boat. It's oh, pretty sh- shitty. Crap! Yeah, the boat. It's a piece of shit, uh, isn't it? I can't. I don't know anything about boat maintenance. Well, that's okay. I can just... I, I, I want to let you know. I don't know what's going on, but um, should I, what should I do? Like, should I just focus on Argons, or should I just leave and just find, you know, do something? I don't know. Like, like, Honestly, uh, man, I don't know that. Your journey is your own, Kazuma. It always has been. Uh, I'm thinking about staying there and just kind of focusing on training, and then one day making a more of a bigger step forward after, you know, maybe a time skip. Well, 
like in that in that my in my favorite series, three piece. Yeah, yeah, and also by the way, I gave away a lot of my graphics schools away. Why? Why did you do that? Um, and he kind of looks he he looks away, um, and he's a little bit shy and say like, you know, and Robbie, I want you to roll me an insight with advantage because mom insight. Okay. And I'm going to try to do it in deception with disadvantage because I'm not good at it. I'm down with this. Okay, I got a 19. Okay. She'll look at you a little quizzically, but she'll like, hey, yeah, do what you need to do, man. Well, um, yeah. Uh, where where are the other two guys? What do you mean? Uh, there's a a nerd, his name's Marin, and Brightclaw's the guy who saved you. She she shrugs and says, I don't know, I've been cleaning all day. Go find him. They're your friends. Oh, fine. Why? Save she, and you. She'll, and say this, she'll say this with a smile. <laughs> all right, all right. And he's like, and he does like, um, and he kind of looks like, and, oh yeah, and, before, and he kind of finishes what he eats, and he pulls in his plate in the dishes, and then there's like, he kind of does like a cool spin. And he's like, I'm going to go find them and I might have to leave soon for my contract. Oh, I okay. know. I'm, I'm going to talk to them and see if they're giving us an extra day or something. And yeah. I, I, you know, they, but I'm going to see those, find those two nerds and um, Luna. And yeah. yeah. All right. She'll, she'll give you a hug on the way out there, Chasm. It says, I'm. <laughs> I'm glad that you're at least home for the day. It's good to see you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And he just, he does like a couple of steps and then ju- jumps off the balcony and just runs really fast. All right. Well, going back into town, uh, Luna, where would you sleep in the, in the tavern with all the drunks? Are you going to sleep at your parents' house? What's your, what's your mode of thought? Yeah, it was a nice if she could stay in her room at, for oh, absolutely. They'll happily have you over and they will cook you dinner, cook you breakfast, all of that. Nina wants to tell them that her cooking has improved. That her which? Cooking has improved. He says, oh, you have to show us. So I mean, she get- what you did last night was pretty good, but come on, you gotta show us. Yeah, so Luna wants to show her, uh, her parents her cooking. Excellent. Mysteriously, Robbie dropped the accent. Oh yeah, dang it! It's uh, <laughs> what was the accent? Yeah, you can uh, you can show us there. It's like, oh yeah, there you can uh, show us what you got there. Luna makes uh, a potato fish stew chowder. Nice with sage in it. These uh, these two, I won't have you roll for it because all the ingredients are there. You're experienced enough. Your parents take one bite of this chowder, and they go both go in absolute joy. Uh, and they say one of them says to you, "I forget who accent, which accent I gave to who." I think it's your dad. You don't need to carry the accent if it's okay. Like, (laughs) no, I got to do this. All right, I say. Your dad goes, you know, that there is just the best chowder that I ever did uh, taste there. So uh, 
real proud of you there, honey. And uh, they'll both give you a big hug. Meanwhile. I'm going to hug some back. Aw. Meanwhile, Brightclaws and Marin. Yeah, what's up? Your eyes flutter awake. And you find yourself, you know, you find that the room is a little blurry. Your head is pounding, both of your heads. At first, things are a little blurry as, as your eyes flutter open. The room just doesn't seem right at first. You can't really move so well. And that's when you realize you look down and you see that you are tied to something. There's oh. rope around your body. And there is rope attached to a strange-looking table. And that's when you realize it's not a table, but a chandelier or a light fixture of some sort. <laughs> you look up, and there is the floor. Uh, you realize that the two of you are stuck together, slowly rotating, uh, attached to the ceiling of the tavern. How did that happen? Uh, all about you are Captain Gantswim and his crew, who are still drinking. They are still partying, and they are still having a feast and occasionally punching each other in the face. While the rest of the townsfolk are completely conked out. Uh, hey, Gantswim. Hey! He turns and says, Aye, Mr. Marcus, good to see you awake. Come, come have a drink with us. Oh, I would. I'd love to, but uh, uh, I'm a bit wrapped up at the moment. Oh, could, of course. Think you could us down? That'd be the best dancing I ever did see. And he walks over and he cuts you guys down and you both take one bludgeoning damage as you your heads plunk against the floor. I imagine Marin's hat still stayed on. Yeah. Yeah, the place is a wreck. Alright, I'll I'll stand back up, rubbing my head, and it's like So what? You said dancing, right? What what happened? I, I I had some of the rum. I had some more of the rum. And the last time I, I drank it one, once more and then everything went black. Aye, that'd be the glory of the black rum. You sung yourself a sea shanty that was legendary. Couldn't understand most of the words, though. They're kind of in a funny language. But, oh boy, there was fire and brimstone around at your feet, and we thought you was the god of dancing and sea shanties. The bitch queen herself made manifest. Why, it was legendary. Good god, who knows what language I was in? Marin knows five. It can't be dragon. It can't be dragonic because oh, there's like dragons there, right? Just a goblin, she sea shanty. Hi, indeed. And then this, uh, and then Brightclaw showed up with his brother. And I, that was legendary. His brother. Yeah, his twin brother. A <laughs> oh. uh, little bit, a little bit of a transparent fella. But oh, it was legendary. He drank just as hard as the rest of us. And then you had that, uh, Tieflin lady come out there, Mr. Marcus, and, uh, showed you a good time. Oh, that was legendary. No, hold on, back foot, back pedal, hold on. Two seconds there. Uh, you said Tiefling lady, right? Aye! Aye, she was beautiful. 
kind of tall with big old horns. I, I, all right, beauty, I know how to pick him, Mr. Marcus. Could you go into a little bit more detail? I, he sits down on a stool, uh, pours himself more rum, and says, I, all the sirens of the sea, the mermaids, will never compare to her beauty. Her face, sculpted like an ancient statue it was. Her skin, red hot like fire. She appeared in a mist out of nowhere and started dancing with you and whispering stuff in your ear. Oh, uh, what I would be give, what I would give to be you, Mister Marcus, in that very time. Son of a, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip through my book real quick. Because uh, my book and I recently went through quite a change when we uh, leveled up in a few uh, last session or a few sessions ago. It's like scrolling, like it, I'm flipping through my book here because this tome is a gift from presumably her. Uh, do I notice anything? Yeah, you flip through a bit and you notice right where the title page would be. Uh, like you open the cover and there's the title page is the image of a woman that you recognize from your dreams and you swear to god Marin, that this picture of this very beautiful obviously devilish woman winks at you uh, Marin's emotions are complex at this moment it's, it's uh, gratifying and uh almost completing that like, he's been noticed by this patron, but also he's fucking pissed that he was blacked out when it happened. So basically like everyone at nightstand. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Captain Ganswim looks over and says, Aye, that be her. Aye, I got a good eye for the ladies, Mr. Marcus. I'm assume uh, I'm not going to go into the de- uh, explicit details with Can't Swim about Marin's situation. It's going to be he's just going to roll with the punches at this point. He's like, uh, thank you. Yes, met her not long ago on one of our uh, one of our exams. Hi, good on ya. He sits down. He sits back down and says, "This reminds me of the time that I went out to sea twenty years ago, and I did see that." And this basically just goes on for like an hour. <laughs> eventually Kazuma you arrive into this and Luna if you wish to go and check up on your friends you arrive to see uh, Brightclaws and Marin cover, uh, recovering from the mother of all hangovers well I think bread helps doesn't it yeah if you want to bring them some bread that's that's absolutely an option yeah, yeah. and time and Kazuma's like Wow, and he looks at the chandelier and the rope and everything and be like, oh, the old tied up up in the sand- chandelier trick. And Captain Gernsman, I, Mr. Kazuma, you know that one. And Kazuma looks at him like, ah, my age doesn't, is, doesn't examine uh, uh, what I've been dealing with for a while. Hi, fair enough. I will, Mr. Marcus, Mr. Kazuma, he told me of what you did for me, and I am eternally grateful as is my crew. I'll be sure to be giving you a right good reward. You said a cloak and invisibility, right? 
I never said that. Yeah, you did. I said, uh, uh what did I say? <laughs> he uh, he kind of like holds his head in his hands. Like, what? I, what did I say? Were you too sober, remember? I, I was, I was on the bad stuff, but that's in the past. I am on the good stuff now. And Cosmos, like, and it looks at the black rum. Does he, can I take a smell of it? Yeah, it smells vile. Ugh. Ugh. Okay. Hey, uh, we'll, I can't, Captain, um, I want to ask, can we have a day? I wanted to spend time with my mom. I, I think that'd be in order. We still have a lot of partying to do. Uh, and he looks at the bartender. <laughs> the bartender is passed out. It, it, a bartender shouldn't pass out. What was his? What was the other? What was his? Um, what was his son or something? Not everybody else in this room, apart from the uh, crew of the Revenge, is passed right out. Huh. And he's like, thanks. These guys seem to kind of lose a little bit of their backbone when I last left. Okay. Um, and he looks at both the Baron and Brightclaws and be like, and Luna and be like. And he looks at Marin mostly and be like, we need to talk. Yeah, I, I figured this was yeah. coming eventually. And he, and beforehand, and he goes to the blacksmith. Oh, like, yeah, of course. And, he, and he's like, hey there, Bug Eater. You see uh, Bug Eater the blacksmith. He's like rubbing his temples as he comes to the front of the blacksmith shop. And he drinks some water. He says, uh, uh, what? Oh, yeah, it's 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 you. Hi. Yeah, where's where's that sword? I I I got it like uh two two seconds. Holding his throbbing head, he goes to the back. You hear some metallic fumbling here and there, and eventually he comes out with a little uh, cloth wrapped item, uh, and he sets it delicate in your hands. It says, uh, uh, honestly. Oh, sorry, my head. Uh, honestly, I don't think I've ever seen a more beautiful sword. He, he holds it and like, and he pulls it out and holds it on this like the non-practical way, like in a in a cool anime, like in not in the yeah. where the thumb is, but where the, the pinky is. Yeah. And he does like he lifts it up and looks at the 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 saya, like this the the basically the the etchings. Yeah, carved into the blade with precision masterful skill you see the image of what appears to be a the shore of a lake with a tree off to the side and underneath this tree sits a big dragonborn with a fishing pole and a tiny little dragon pole with a fishing pole and they're just fishing out in the lake side by side he pulls it in his in his hip and be like, you no, know, he puts it in the back, the basically the cool way. He does it in the back, and he put the the this, the sheath is in the back. He puts it in his back, and he puts it in there, and he's like, "Thanks, tell your dads that I said hi." Yeah, 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 sure. And, and it's like, you guys, you two, you three are going to the beach with me. Oh, okay. And, and there's a in Gabriella, there's a beach called Twin Beaches. And between, and it leads to a smaller island, a smaller like it basically it's a peninsula off the island. Right. Okay. So that's and that's, there's a, 
there's like a surfer area which is really close which is not really suitable and a park area which leads to a nicer chill beach sweet yeah you guys can reach that perfectly easy and and cosmo walks there and he's like and he sits down in this it's a field and this huge tree in the center and there's a playground further away and and he's like this huge tree which is probably like four stories high and a bent a couple benches and is there anyone there no everybody is presumably still recovering from their hangovers Ozma's thinking about his the sword and he's like hmm He's not my dad. Like, Cosmo kind of thinks to myself, his, like, his dad wasn't a dragonborn. Oh, I didn't know that. No. Nope. I assumed was... your dad was a dragonborn. No. Nope, God just... damn it. No. Nope. It was, it's, it's, it's a, he's a, my dad would have been a, he would be a dwarf. Okay, fine. It's a dwarf sitting next to a dragonborn. He looks at, and he sits down and be like, well, we have a day. And he, and he let's see, he just kind of takes a moment to breathe and be like, well, my mom's fine. And thanks to you, Bright Claws. Do you have that orb? Yeah, you have the little orb inside of your golden yarn that you received last session. Oh, yeah, that's right. Now I remember. Okay, yes, I will unravel yarn and uh, now leave it in take there. it out. It were. Leave it there. What's the? Uh, Where's that necklace or something? Is it? Was it just a? Was it just a shield around Cosmo's mom that would hit it and it causes the singularity to happen? No, so you recall that this tiny little orb was trying to go into a larger orb that was a source of like a some sort of weird arcane ritual. Uh, touching the, the two, the big orb and the little orb touching was presumably bad. Okay. And you managed to prevent it before crazy stuff happened. Did we say we took in, the, like, one of you guys take in the bigger orb and just shut no, it? The, like... the bigger orb... Uh, oh, yeah, I don't think it did disappear, did it? No. Uh, you guys never said that you took the orb, but okay. sure. It was kind of like, that end of the episode, it was kind of like where we're sort of at a rush to just say, well, okay, it's we're just finishing up. Alright, fine, that's... Yeah, if you want and, to take the big orb, that's yeah, fine. We just shove it in, and basically, like, Cosmo looks at right claws, we'd be like, we're gonna sell that to a wizard, and put that into our tuition. Is that okay? I don't see why it wouldn't. Okay. Just keep that away from each other. And... Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, Cosmo looks at the sword and be like, You want it, Bright Claws? You deserve it more than I do. I will not refuse a gift. I shall take good care of this blade. We're saving my mom from that. Yes. You I don't may have much use of actually get out of it. I'm not really a uh, really fighter as a tour. I much prefer my bows and my guns and whatnot, but I'm sure I could find some use for do you, it. Do you want to use it? And he kind of shows it, be like, are you sure you want it? Like, it's kind of like it has this bit of sentimental value, but he's basically like... How how good is it? Is it just a short sword there, Robbie? It is just a normal short sword, yes. Mm. You can keep it, Kazuma. I do not believe I would find much use for such a thing. Mm. Alright, fine. And then Kazuma kind of sits off the bench and be like... And he... Puts his fingers over the da- the the the, tr- the big tree and just kind of runs it across and be like, 
And Marin, I have a question for you. So and he kind of runs his hands through it and be like, Right, Claus, I wanted to say one thing. Thank you for saving my mom. I welcome. Gesture of appreciation is all that is needed within mine feline eyes. Okay. So we're cool. No. Yes, I do believe we are. That's the coolest people say. Cool. Chill. Yes. No. And Luna, I want to also say you did very well against that iron guy. Thank you, Kazuma. That's why I love you. Especially with that, he was burning inside his thing. He'd be like, oh god, I'm on fire. And I'm like, ha ha ha. Adventuring 101 will return after these messages. Hello, this is Steven from Beholder Our Adventure. And I would love to do a shout out for a charity. I feel honored to shout out the Nanaimo Child Development Center. They've been providing services for children, youth, and families in Nanaimo since 1967 and always been helping 1,900 families annually. Their mission is to support and growth of the growth of children and youth by uh, strengthening family bonds and building a community through the child development programs, community education, and advocacy. They have broader range of needs to help children out in the greater Vancouver and Vancouver Island location like hearing, also speech therapy, occupational therapy, and helping out with children with autism and other developmental conditions. They also help families as well to give, navigate through support networks and get connections through licensed and well-deserved and fantastic physicians that are professionals they will help any children out they also will go through government and school systems to find the community resources that will provide the best for that child as myself i have been in this program myself and it has done fantastic and i don't know what would my life be without it they also host daycare for children and families that cannot finance the big expensive ones that many people use they it is a low it, I, I have taken it myself and i want to tell you little four-year-old me was a monster but i i grew out of it i might just i'm just like a little cranky when i'm not have my coffee or tea but now i'm just so i feel honored just to tell you guys please check out down below the link and donate if you could any little bit helps. If you don't feel comfortable about it, please share it across your social medias and maybe you can reach out and help anyone else who have children that need support. Like if you know someone, they will help you them out. They will help you out if you need it. They're there to help the greater Vancouver Island community. And they also help, like they, they do so much for the community. And they also host silly bow races and dinners to raise events. They have a sense of humor, but they do take it seriously about the Child Development Center. And we also as well take it seriously for our community. So please, if you guys are interested in helping out uh, children in our community, the link is down below. You can donate 
any fair amount that you feel comfortable about or share. I know I'm just repeating myself, but this is a big deal. And if you do feel like donating, say Adventuring 101 sent you, uh, we want to, we will definitely keep the link down below for future episodes for now on. And this ad will come out uh, occasionally. So if you heard this one before, hey, thanks. I hope you guys did help out. I hope we help out and do more with this platform because it's my goal as well as us to use this gift to help others check them down below and let's carry on with the episode now we return to adventuring 101 Cosmo runs his hands over the desk in front of Marin and be like so you have something to I have a question to ask you what's up with that what's up with you uh yeah so like I said back in uh the cavern uh I haven't been entirely truthful recently um, and Marin's going to, uh, slowly explain, uh, what happened when we all, uh, so, like, I think it was our midterm, right? When we all went to level three? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so he's going to slowly explain that, uh, always watching each of your expressions just to see what changes. So he's going to explain how, uh, he went to go, uh, start his ranger midterm. But he left the uh, zone that it was in and found this, like, ritual dagger. <laughs> like, uh, how he made his pact right then and there. Uh, basically exploded a bear with a witch bolt and passed his exam with flying colors. Despite not doing anything even remotely ranger-like. Uh, he's going to leave out, however, uh, things like Robert, uh, Roberto. Like he's not his. It's not. It's, it's not our place to know about other people's decisions. Yeah, he's going to leave Roberto out. Uh, he's also going to leave out the hidden room uh, behind the uh, arena, the, the the fight club. He's not going to mention that either. But he will explain to the whole party uh, his decision to become a warlock and how recently uh, the powers have been growing stronger and his um, it's been getting in the way of him being a ranger. But he's okay with that. When he finishes, he kind of, again, he's, he's looking at everyone's face just to see uh, what everyone thinks because uh, for everyone here, uh, you're finding out that your friend worships an actual devil. Or at least made a pact with one. Well, Luna's, uh, Luna's like, I'm happy to see that you you are finding a way that truly makes you happy. I suppose you could say that. That's that's probably that's such a, like a wholesome way to take it too. Yeah, it's not. That? It's he's not like coming accurate. out. He's like coming out, and he's like, yeah, I signed with myself to the devil, and it's like, good for you. Oh, oh good for you. I'm happy for you. I'm going to be last, so, Elliot, what do you think? Right Cause is not amused and does not approve of such actions considering his own experiences. However, he will reserve immediate judgment for the time being. 
Okay. Uh-huh. Wait to see how it all plays out and whatnot. Needs more information on the patron, too. Well, he, he does explain, like, he, he opens the title page of his book and shows you the image of uh, his patron, the tiefling lady, who apparently paid him a visit the night before. Right, Claus is going to give this patron the benefit of the doubt only because they actually visited you instead of catfishing you with interdimensional scam calls. Showing up actually means they must care in some manner, which is enough to satisfy Brightclaws' standards when it comes to, you know, not self-centered and probably manipulative entities. Speaking of, her, her visage is actually slightly familiar to the lot of you, because uh, Marin has been drawing her ever since he saw her the first time. Kind of like scribbling in his book. If you ever peered over at his book, you would have seen at least a rough draft of this uh, figure you see on the front page. Do you show people this uh, this figure? I'm showing the party this figure. Okay. If any of you want to make a religion check, if you think you would know anything about this, then uh, like religion and devils and stuff, you may. And Luna, you're a bard, so you know all 19, sorts of stuff. Nineteen. Oh, and a religion check? Hot damn. Yeah. Plus my religion. Cool. Just... My religion is... Could be your intelligence. Yeah. Plus an extra one, because you're a bard. Well, yeah, so a natural 20. Rad. Uh, are you going to roll at all, Bright Claws? Do you think you would know anything about this, or is this not really your domain? I assume it's not Kazuma's domain of knowledge. No, I wanted to save my reaction after you tell Amanda what was her results. Mm-hmm. This isn't a cat god, so I don't know how much Bright Claws would know. Yeah, Bright Claws doesn't really know much of anything. Okay. He's still going to try and see what he does know. Okay. I got a four on the dice, which, you know, no matter what the modifier is, probably not. We're not going right. to matter much. All right, fair enough. So, none of you really know anything else. However, Luna, you vaguely recognize this figure. Uh, it kind of starts to click for you, like the symbolism on the clothes she's wearing and all of this. You think, although you're not entirely sure, that this could be the daughter of Asmodeus, who is, for those who don't know, uh, Asmodeus is the devil. He is the head honcho of hell. And his daughter is known as Glazia. And you have probably heard tales in your bardic like training. You know, that's what you do as a bard. You see see and hear histories and songs about stories and, and those kind of things. And based on this figure's demeanor, you're like, oh yeah, that's that's totally the Archdevil Glazia. Do you, t- do you tell anybody this, though? I tell everybody it. Where you're like, holy shit. You're like, or is it like, like I... No, it's like, uh, Luna's just like, hey, Marin, I do know who this person is, or at least I have a good idea. Tell me, please. It is... 
how do you pronounce the name again? Glazia. Glazia, it's Glazia, the arch devil. Mar Marin will uh will take this knowledge. He won't uh he, he looks intrigued more than anything else in deep thought, and he just kinda takes out uh his the pen of his and kinda just writes uh Glazia uh, underneath the image uh that is on the first page. And maybe we might be able to find out more about her. Maybe. Maybe as I uh as I grow more powerful, um maybe she'll show up more often. Yay. Hopefully not when I'm blackout drunk. That'd be good. Cosmo doesn't look at Marin. He just kind of like looks at the ocean and be like, and he starts to laugh like, <laughs> "You stupid, funny son of a bitch! You son of a bitch! Got your dick into the crazy dude! I thought you were, I you fucking crazy dude! You fucking nuts, dude!" You are absolutely insane, my dude. Oh, this is funny. I mean... You are hilarious. You know, the first day I thought you were a little bitch. But this... <laughs> oh, thank God it wasn't a fae. Right, you had to be a, like... You're like a little magical girl, aren't you? I, I wouldn't say that. And Cosmo's just like... <laughs> Mother, what does she see in you, <laughs> my good, my dude? <laughs> I don't know. Limitless curiosity, uh, near dangerous strive to gain knowledge. He, he scratches his like his under his chin. I'll be like, huh? Way to go. At least I hope that's the case. No way to go. This power won't make. What do you feel about it? Does it feel I mean, good? Yeah, it's incredibly useful. I've I've been I've been able to write faster. I can remember more. I can draw faster. My book has expanded. Like I can't easily swing my javelin as much anymore. But with this book, I'm able to accomplish so much more. So this this chick gave you a bigger makes you book bigger, doesn't it? <laughs> my book bigger, yes. Yeah, and just yeah. like that, the Very hand of so gods. Just like that, the hand of God smites Kazuma. Uh, no, he smites Steven. <laughs> but he kind of looks at, like... He's, like... He starts to, like, thinking this is the funniest shit in the world. There's just, like, staring at Kazuma, just like, really? This is the funniest shit ever, dude. We got a warlock. I thought this was... They, uh, what the hell am I going to do with you? There's no warlock. Like we even looked at the pamphlet. There's no warlock. That's why I, I haven't exactly flaunted it. Like I well, want to stay at this school. I want to gain as much knowledge as I can. So I have to at least pretend to be a ranger from here oh, on. He's. I pissed off the head. Basically, superhero. Their their hero paladin. I'm date. Uh, no, I'm. I'm basically taking time out to study for my cleric. <laughs> And we have another cleric who's basically the our, our he's basically a neighbor. <laughs> you stuck it all the way through. At I'm least you're honest. Avoid, I'm gonna avoid the paladins uh, from here on for sure. Okay, okay, Marin, I'm gonna do you a solid. I'm gonna make sure those paladins don't get don't smite your ass. 
You gotta do us a favor, though. You, you blackmailing me? No, no, no. I'm not blackmailing. Him. He's just like he lets a, a bug land on his hand. I'm way further from back blackmailing you. I think you're useful. Also, I like you. Okay. I like. I actually kind of respect you now. Um, you're like me. Marin's a bit taken aback, and he's uh he says, "Oh, I'm, I'm glad to hear it, Cosma." I would have ever sold my soul, but you know the thought did come across my mind a couple times. Well, I don't think I sold my soul exactly. Just oh no, your soul is gone, dude. Well, as far as I can tell, she hasn't asked asked anything of me yet. So far, she seems to be giving me her power out of the goodness of whatever heart she may or may not have. I don't, I don't think that's going to last. But <laughs> oh my goodness, I'll take advantage of it while I can. Oh my goodness. You see, the world is so funny, isn't it? I thought you were some little wiener, but you actually had the guts to do something. Something beyond that I ever thought. Right, guys? Mm -hmm. and is that what we were supposed to do? Just to push further on and then become as beyond any further? and then push more and then one day become a force of nature I honestly wanted to save Argon but I really still want to how about this and he says it under this tree like this large tree and he's like he looks around and be like we all take time to become more powerful then one day we all just Strike down in the mountain, down to the pits of hell, and save Argon. Because right now we're not strong enough. We basically had to use wits to basically blow up the hag. I think we might need to focus more on ourselves, find the balance, you could say. You agree? That makes sense. You are one crazy motherfucker, aren't you there, dude? <laughs> I'm not even mad. I just wish... It's like... It, it, you're just making it a little bit more interesting. I love I love the tea. And Kazuo is sort of like... He's just animating gestures. Like, he just seems so... He's just happy. Like, wow, you finally... Like... Mostly, he's not like going crazy. He just finds it hilarious that someone he thought had no guts doing something insane. Mm -hmm. uh, Marin's actually. I'm gonna say, Cosmo, maybe you should calm down a bit. And he, can, he reaches into his robe and pulls out like a two-thirds empty bag of the weed he got from the druid uh, back at the university. He's gonna hand that over to Cosmo, and he's gonna say, "I don't think I need this anymore. Uh, I need to keep my mind clear from now on." So. You can have this. Uh, he smells it and be like, it's not good as my mom's. It is pretty close. No, nothing's good as my mom's. It's good to try new things. He kind of just like, he kind of, um, he likes, I'm going to, let's go down to my place. You're someone I want to visit. Keep the warlock thing to yourself. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, keep this between the group, all right? 
I don't even my mom. Uh, I yeah. I mean, if it comes up, maybe I can organically put it into the conversation. But as is, don't go announcing the whole warlock thing. Kind of a stigma for warlocks, especially those that are uh, impacts with devils. So, you know, keep it hush hush. Yeah, at least they're not a fae. They just take all your book rights, and then uh, and then they you just make a new one, and then after that you you say something terrible, and then they just throw you under the bus. At least with the devil, there's commitment. It's not a demon, isn't it? No, it's devil. Oh, good. Okay. okay. What about an elder's whore? What about a genie? You sure it's not a genie? Pretty sure. If it is Glacia, then it's certainly a devil. Oh, I crap. Oh, well, at least you're guts. you got guts, kid. Wait, are you older than me? Uh, Marin is 22. Oh. It's probably like 23 now because it's been it's been almost a year or it has been a year. Uh, it's been a few started. months. Yeah, it's been a, no, it's been a few months. It's it's not like it started at um, fall, like uh, September, and it leads to fall now or spring. Are we still and in our first spring. year? Yeah. It's just been well. It's been it's just been it's been a, like a crazy first year. Well, I agree with Luna. I'm happy for you. You even got yourself a girlfriend. Oh. Randall, keep quiet about that. Yeah, don't worry. Just, um, and then let's just go visit my mom. She has a few things to say to you guys. Yeah, and with that, you guys are able to sort of pack up the wind blows in the background. We're able to go back down to Kesma's place, which is already looking quite a lot better. A lot cleaner, a lot more put together. And as a mom, are... she has presence dissertation stacked all the time. Yeah, of course. And you see that there are many lunch tacos prepared. Uh, a variety, in fact. Soft and hard shells that uh, she's left out on a plate and she's currently cleaning the dishes. Uh, she will happily take you guys in and thank you from the bottom of her heart for all that you have done for her and the island. Uh, and we'll you guys get a, a nice, wonderful full meal. Yeah, Marin will kind of like scrape any meat off and just eat the veggie wraps. Does she notice it? Does she notice that? Like, oh yeah, that? she'll notice, and she'll like. She doesn't say it, but Kazuma, you know that if she didn't have the discipline, she'd say like, you know, wimp. Yeah, just, I'm. Kaz- looks at Marin like, "What are you fucking doing?" <laughs> yeah, not much vegetables in these wraps. It's like by the time you get it out, you're left with like one paper and a tortilla, <laughs> one pepper and a tortilla. Like, was just like consuming it, <laughs> like with bright claws. Hey, bright Cla- Hey, mom, bright claws saved you from. He basically jumped in front of that orb and saved you. You all saved me. She comes to sit down with her own taco. She goes and say, "You know, I'm very glad that Kazma has found somebody, some people to look after him. Not that I doubt your abilities, Luna, but." It is uh, good to see that things are going well at the Academy. 
Thank you. However, I, yes. However, I must admit, I mean, it's, it's wonderful to have you here, but mm-hmm. something doesn't sit quite right. That, uh, that thing, that orb tried to, how do I put this? Like, I think it was aliens trying to infiltrate my body and take me over with something. Aliens? Aliens. Aliens. And Kazuo looks straight at Marion. Aliens. I believe that that orb is some kind of alien device because it tried to, something tried to take over me, some kind of alien force. And I'm glad you guys were able to save me and I don't think I could ever be more grateful, but there's just this feeling from it that that alien was so evil. For yeah, lack of a better term. The alien hurt me, Mom. Yes, I know. It's horrible. Yeah. But I'm glad you were able to save me, all of you. So. I smashed his head on a pillar. Good, as he should have. Fuck that guy. And and Frank Claus blew up a hag. Good. Fuck her. Yeah. He did. Oh, her yes. Indeed. Point of the matter is, I think if you guys are still dealing with it, the fight the, is still far from done. But let's celebrate while we can. And with that, you guys can spend your day eating tacos and kind of doing whatever. Partying or just chillaxing, talking with Duncan. Whatever you want to do. It's a chill day. Cosmo goes to the Bright Claws and be like, Hey, Bright Claws, you want to see my toys? You want to see my stuff? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, from Step Brothers? Like, you see, we have all this. St- I have this stuff here, right? That sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, do you have any explosive things? Explosive things? Oh, you know, my mom told me I'm not allowed to have explosive things. No Your mom like, comes around the corner and says, No fireworks in the house. Uh, I'll, I'll show you my tree fort, Bright Claws. And we just, I just, like, basically, like, just show him his tree fort and stuff. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's like here's my here like just like weird like crappy old action figures. Does it like have a staircase up, or does Cosmo just like climb it? Uh, I think he climbs it, and it's like only there's a sign that says no, no, no like no nerd, uh, no nerds allowed, and it's like Luna's allowed because it says nerds. One is allowed. <laughs> Love it. Well, yeah, with that, you know, you guys can just spend the day chilling and having, like, the first actual day of rest you've had in a very long time. But eventually, you know, the sun sets and rises again, and what's your time? So good. Basically, like, like Cosmo's mom is, like, Duncan's talking to Luna and Marin, and, and, and Cosmo's like, hey, Mom, look, I'm doing a back, I'm doing cartwheels, look. look. <laughs> Mom, I can do a backflip. Look, I can do this. And he's like doing just insanely crazy stuff. And she's just like, that's that's nice, dear. Love it. <laughs> well, yeah, you guys can spend your time how you want. But eventually, your time on Gabriola does come to a close. Uh, you know, Captain Gantswim will, or probably more like the first mate, will come to you the next morning and say, hey, you know, I uh, don't want to break up the fun. But it's time to set sail back to Salt Marsh. 
This is my mom. He uh, he tips his hat. Says, "How do you do, ma'am?" Uh, and she'll say, "Up, oh, fine." <laughs> she just has a gravity bong. <laughs> yeah, as you guys are like in the like mid bong. Yeah. Hey, mom. Uh, Marin gave me this weed. <laughs> she inspects it and she promptly throws it out. See, and she will give you an equal amount of her own weed. She he doesn't smoke weed anymore, mom. Lame ass. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I did up until recently, but now I gotta keep my mind clear. Like I can't, can't risk like I can't risk missing out on anything. Just because you you worship the devil doesn't mean you should do the devil's lettuce. Exactly. Gotta, gotta avoid the munchy maple leaves. Yeah. Mm. Gotta stop puffing the jazz cabbage. I'll just take this weed and I'll uh, use it to, uh, you know, basically like, oh yeah, one other thing. And, and, and Marion, you have that uh, crate of stuff that the pirate stole? I believe I do. I have, yeah, 100 GP worth of trade goods. He just pulls it out and just drops it on the deck. Like, <laughs> like, just like fucking... one at a time out of my bag of holding, just like, oh, there's a vase, there's a bundle of rope, there's a, a single blade. And she says, Duncan says, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? Uh, I don't know, Mom. Just uh, figure something out. Oh, whatever. If you hey. don't want it, I can put it back in the bag. I know, it's fine. We'll find a use for it. She'll give you a little friendly punch on the shoulder, Kazuma, and give you a hug. He says, I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad that you're doing okay, and thanks again. I'm really I, proud I, of you. I, I basically lift her up and start spinning around. Put me down. Put me uh, down. Uh, this way, put it down. Still not well enough for that yet. Oh, oh, Mom, um, I wrote you a bunch of letters, too. You oh, didn't write well, me any. Well, I was kidnapped, so hmm. I couldn't well, write. For two weeks, not not three months. Yeah, like, well, let us, let us take a while to get here. Hmm. We're in the middle of the ocean, Kazuma. Oh, okay. But I'll be sure to write you back. Yay. All right, now you you, two, you all take care of my Kazuma. He's a growing boy. Mom. Uh, and you know, make sure Luna, make sure he's fed well, okay? Mom, I'm not a baby. You're my baby. Uh, he's like uh, his face is red, like he ain't redder. She will happily bid you all farewell, and the first mate will lead you back to the ship. I grab the rake and be like, let's go. Alright. And and he goes to Billy and pats his head. Billy will happily be pat on the head. And he will give you a little doggy salute. It says, fair sails and winds to you, Kazuma. You are the noblest out of all of us. Billy, you should join uh, Argon's Adventuring Academy. Oh, no. My place is here. Are you sure? You, uh, you, you'll be a great uh, wizard teacher. No. I'm a good boy here. I'm the good boy of Gabriola. And I will stay the good boy of Gabriola. Are you sure? There's a lot of uh, swirls. No. And also uh, of sh- shifters. He wags his tail a little bit and says, No, I can I must not. But thank you. Also, um, what's another thing dogs like? Uh yeah, you you probably like alright, fine, but you know, when you're ready, I'll be I'll be there. I will let you know. It's like Billy Billy's class is like a super wizard. <laughs> yeah. And then as you go by Bright Claws, he bears his teeth at you. You too. Billy, don't be mean to Brightclaws. He saved. He saved. He saved. Uh, saved mom. 
he he calms down a little bit, but still eyes bright claws. With that, you guys, uh, the town comes out to bid you all farewell. Uh, they cheer for you as you get on the ship. I, I tell the kids to be like, make sure you read your graphic novels I gave at the library. You'll yeah, be say, big and smart like me. They say, hell yeah! I gotta <laughs> read the hentai! <laughs> wait, I don't have hentai. Oh, wait, I did. Oh, did I give the hentai away? <laughs> yeah, the anime graphic scrolls. I don't have any anime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't have that. Yeah. Just, it, yeah. Remember, kids, eat, work out, eat your breakfast, eat your, uh, listen, and also um, read your graphic scrolls, and you'll mate save your parents one day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with that, Captain Gant swim. You see him up on the crow's nest. He grabs a loose rope and he heroically swings all the way down landing perfectly at the helm. He says, Army hearties, are you ready to get going? What about those other two, the uh, the pirate and the and the wizard? Uh, you haven't heard back from them yet. Oh. They, they just, like, basically yeeted away? Yeah, you don't know what's up with them. Oh. They didn't come with you guys. Oh. And Kazuma's was like, yeah, he tells Captain Ganswam about that. Hi, so you met the foul Captain Buchanan? Yeah, they were kind of in the middle of something. Ah, whatever. Love be coming around the waves at all times. But still, fuck those guys. I think they're kind of doing a, a little bit of that themselves. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll bop you on the head, Captain. Ow! Ow! Wow, that fucking hurts. I'm gonna tell, I... my, mo- I'm gonna tell my mom. <laughs> no, you won't, because we're sailing back. It's Get long. yourselves strapped in, laddies. You never know what the sea might hold. Now onwards! And from some, like, anime movie, his mom w- walks up to the dock and looks, like, f- looks pensively, like, straight at, at Kazuma. Yeah. She doesn't wave as you guys go, but in a, like, silent way, she waves. Kazuma does the Vulcan salute. Yeah, she'll do that, too. <laughs> it's like, and she's like, and she uh, she probably mutters, like, live long and prosper. Yeah, Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, she's hear, secretly she's a Star Trek fan. You uh, you hear in your head, Kazuma, live long and prosper in her voice as you leave port. And Kazuma sort of tries not to cry, but like you know, tries to look cool in front of the the, the sailors. Nah, cool, love it. And with that, you guys crest over the horizon, and Gabriola is finally out of view. The next couple of days of travel are actually completely peaceful. No Sahaujin attack you. No pirates attack you. It is a completely calm and peaceful voyage on your way back. And in no time flat, you're able to arrive in Salt Marsh. Salt Marsh, I forget how it's pronounced. You touch down in port. The uh, plank is lowered for you guys to get off. The sailors start filtering off and... As you guys collect your belongings and get everything in order to get off, Captain Gantswim and the first mate approach you, and he says, I, I have to say, that be one of my more thrilling adventures of recent time, especially since I be feeling so good. But he'll take out a very large sack of gold from underneath his uh, trench coat. And he says, this be for you, your well-deserved reward, and... I'll be sure to be throwing in a bonus once I can get the mailing arrangements for your academy. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're at Salt Marsh. Dude, is there is is those two shoemakers there? Yeah, you see, actually, out in port is boot and shoes, shoes and boots. Uh, the dwarf and the little gnome that are hanging out there, uh, fixing shoes. Hey, guys. Hi, what's up? Um, uh, I saved my mom. Oh, that's Killed great. Killed a hag. Killed a hag. I don't remember what they're. I don't remember. I think that I gave the the gnome like a uh, Cockney accent. I don't fucking remember. Uh, the dwarf goes, "Hey, yeah, that's great. Got to got to hear that. Uh, so you gonna buy anything? Uh, do you have anything for?" And he points at Luna. I of course. With that, you guys can filter off the boat, uh, and the captain will bid you all farewell, take off his hat to you, the first mate as well. Luna says goodbye. And the captain goes on to say that for all your efforts in curing me and making sure that my crew doesn't mutinate against me, mutiny against me, you're all honorary members of the crew, and Yay. you're welcome on me ship anytime. And Cosmos like mutters in his breast. I did all the. I did a lot of work. It should have been a monarch member. And he turns to the rest of his crew and says, "Let's go party, boys!" And they all cheer and they go to the nearest tavern. Basically, like an old cartoon. They're all like a pile of people, like in a smoke cloud. Yeah, pretty much. And they just go into the tavern and, like a cartoon, the whole tavern starts running around and like jostle. We're not but, strong enough for the salty spadoon yet, guys. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> The uh, but shoes and boots are able to uh, you know if you guys just want to like chill out in salt marsh for a bit, they can get uh, they're willing to do it. Uh, since you helped them out, they're willing to do it for free, and uh, give Luna some sweet new comfy boots. Oh, cool! Thank you very much. Uh, but with that, you guys are more than welcome to portal out. You've got your uh, scroll to get you back home. And uh, leave Salt Marsh anytime you want. I mean, job done, right? We we got Captain Gant swim back. He completed his mission, saved Cosmos' mom. What's there? What what else is there to do? We're good to go. That was that was the main quest. I think you guys forgot some of your secondary quests, but fuck it. The main thing is done. I don't even think Marin can do those anymore. I think Luna did her cooking. Yeah, and Cosma did her thing. So Bright Claws is a sole little oops. I think Bright Claws still managed to do something. I think I just didn't because Marin didn't Ooh. care about fair enough. Major anymore. That's fair enough. Also, yeah. um, where's those two cap- Captain and Wizard? Uh, you don't see them here either. Huh. Those guys ran off. We should have just. I should have. <sighs> oh well. They'll get back to us. Yeah, they better. Or else I'm going to crash their wedding and eat their cake. Or maybe dips. But, uh... Funny. Huh? Yeah. Just Cosma appearing at their wedding, taking the cake and nothing else. Like, this, is for, <laughs> this is for saving and not killing you. Bye. <laughs> like, fair enough. So um, you're like, hey, wait, no, wait. But yeah, Cosmo's like, are you guys want to get going or are we all good? Aaron is good. Yeah. All right. All right. So we go to the town center. Cosmo opens the scroll, looking like with the sack of gold under his armpit and his rake in the other. Uh, he actually, who has the sack of gold? 
That's a good question. Who do we trust with a sack of gold? I could put it in my bag of holding. Yeah, just comically put it in. Yeah, just like, like <laughs> gone. And gone. And then he um How much gold is that? How much is it? You wanna count it? Or at least get an idea? I'll just get an idea before I put it in the sack. Alright. Uh so in total you estimate if you take the time, you know, just count it out somewhere. You probably got and you won't get all of this because academy the academy takes a portion of it. Mm-hmm. But you got in total with uh, what Gantswim gave you eight hundred gold. Jesus! All right. No wonder the crew wanted to mutiny. Like that's a lot of money. Well, you guys also got your bonus as well because he said he'd give you a bonus. Oh, so how much was that? Well, no, that's that's with the bonus. Oh, that's included. with the bonus. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, 800 overall. Okay. Yeah. And with that, I am... Yeah, Marin is good to return. So, yeah, Cosmo opens the scroll and we're like, let's get going. We have, right. we have a game of office and bosses to play. Sweet. Passing through the swirling purple portal, you are at last brought back to the Academy's entrance. Around you, a few dozen other portals are blipping in and out, with all the various students of every year finally finishing their exams along with you. Among their ranks, you see the Balder Bunch, who happily wave to you, and the Valcor Four, who look as miserable together as they usually do. Already, Valcor is arguing about something or other with his hot-headed dwarf companion, Ursula. You breathe in the fresh, crisp mountain air that gives a slight chill. Evidently, spring hasn't fully reached here yet. Going into the Academy's entrance as you did when you first arrived here, you see two animated suits of armor holding the large wooden doors open for you. They give a polite nod and a cheerful welcome of, Good to see you, students, as you enter. After some time waiting in line, you are able to talk with Mara Turnuckle, the administrator, and turn in the report for your examination. And all that's left will be to wait for your final mark, and your break will arrive, and you will be free of school. Someone looks at the uh, the board while the lineup, and he he goes to uh, Tim, and he does like to be doing like a handshake. But this this whole conversation will be the while well, they're having a long handshake. Yeah, when they're uh, yeah, they, you guys Tim. are just kind of waiting in line. I got to Tim and be like, "Hey, how's it going?" We just start doing a, a bro handshake. So like oh, side yeah. to side, up and down. Like basically, we're still having this conversation. So how's your trip? Oh, it was great. We, uh, we managed to go in and, uh, kill some zombies, managed to, uh, save a, uh, whole town from a, uh, a junior necromancer. Not a full one, kind of like a low-key one, but you know what? It was still a great accomplishment, uh, and we came out really good. We got a whole 650 gold for it. I was like, 800, saved my mom, blew up a hag, stopped an eldritch horror from, or aliens. Uh, met a cool gnome with a sweet voice and also we stopped a mutiny wow he'll uh and as the uh handshake finishes like you guys are truly incredible i I can't believe it yeah i'm awesome yeah you are yeah also you're interested in joining the clubs oh of course i uh I'm kind of getting stuff set up. I'm going to be going back to Baldur's Gate after uh, after break is uh, is set up. 
but I'm gonna be returning. Yeah, I'm I'm not giving this up. That's for sure. Well, I might just stay and um, practice. Also, maybe I was told by a friend to work on my balance, so I know a good thing to do: the gardening club. Oh, that's a fantastic! I love gardening. It, yeah. it was one of my main hobbies before I started killing people. I heard uh, there's this a there's this really kind of a cute halfling there. Oh, and, and always into b- b- burgers, and also I rather not join the literature club. Well, actually, I found the reading and tea club to uh, to be very, very fulfilling. Our, uh, I think you'd really like our teacher, Akasha Bone Nasher. She's really, she's really, really good. She helps to teach us how to read. After one level, I will definitely now. After my next time I level up, I'm gonna do that. Oh, it'd be great to see you. We. We uh we don't usually have the graphic scrolls, but we got some good stories. Of course, uh, sometimes Chad even has to come in to help Rakasha figure out the hard words, but it's good. I can do that. Oh, that's great. Also, I'm ready to learn how to manage my wrath. Good. Oh, oh, it'll be great to see you in uh, anger management class. I'd love to see it. Yeah, I just always wanted to be as powerful enough to punch a god. Oh yeah, or a vampire. Well, well, a vampire, and then, then after that, I, I have, I have a, I have a lot of to deal with, and also in he kind of doesn't hush words and be like, do you know what? Um, do you, you, can you do me also solid? Oh, of course, anything. Do me a favor, and he kind of whispers and says, "Keep your ear out for a guy named Avalanche." Oh, don't worry. And then suddenly you see his uh, he like furrows his brow. He says, "I says wait." Did you say avalanche? Yeah, I told you this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. My mom banished him to the astral plane. I heard he's he was so listen. The guy was so powerful. He punched. He can punch his way out. Wow, that's uh, that's metal as hell. Yeah, he also huh. one. I remember when I was little, he used to uh, he t- regaled me with stories. Well, I'll keep my ear to the ground. And then he promptly gets on all fours and puts his ear literally to the ground. He looks at the other party members and be like, he's a treasure. Um, Kablorkathon will say, yeah, we love him. He'll pat uh, Tim on the back. And he and Cosmo turns to Azure. Like, he just sees Azure and he does, like, a wink and a kiss like this. Like, eh. Azure, uh, she, like, points at her eyes and then points at yours and does, like, a thumb across the throat. He does the he does the heart gesture and be like this, like and he, and she just kind of like, like waves you away. You're saying <laughs> like this, Stephen, but none of us are in the room with you. <laughs> okay, he just he just does the heart gesture over his chest and be like, "Oh, don't be like that." All right. Well, soon enough, the line moves ahead. You guys are able to deposit your gold to Mara Turnuckle. Uh and says, "All right, well, you know, we'll just wait for your report back from Captain Gant Swim and." Uh, you guys will be able to keep uh, 600 gold. Wow. I like to donate my share of 150. Oh, okay. And I want the I want that to be for just like to base. I want to. This is a season finale, so I don't care. <laughs> I want to donate my. Oh, yes, my it, uh, winter winter is almost done. It's almost spring. You yeah, I, I for, man. Yeah, I'm cutting. I'm all the, all my cut. My my profit will go to that. To your tuition? Yep. So what's the total? Is it six fifty, right? 
No, um, we right. put in 800, we're gonna get back 600. There's four of us, that'd be 150 each. Alright, all 150 for myself. Luna also wants to pay, uh, her tuition fees. Okay. All of it? Mm-hmm. She still has some gold. Okay, do you want to do all 150 towards it? Actually, make it 120. Okay. What you two? I'm keeping my 150. Fuck that noise. I'm not paying that tuition until I have to. Oh, and Cosmo does this Hell like yeah. he does this like like sarcastic tone and be like, "How devilish of you!" Ha ha ha! Ow! Stop! Stop poking me with that pen! Ow! Could you please leave now? And I have many more students to get through. Well, the well, bright class. Okay. Uh, bright class is good to do. You know, whatever. And which is to do. Okay. I'll just assume you haven't deposited it, deposited it yet. Uh, but with Indeed. that, but with that, after you guys uh, get out from Mara's office, you are you're free to go. Uh, you guys basically have a full week of downtime to do what the heck ever you want. School is done. There's no more classes. Uh, spring break is on the horizon. Just got to get your marks back and. You can leave for the spring and summer if you want. You can stick around if you want. Really, whatever. Cosmos, like, is there a fountain, right, in the oh, academy? Yeah. yeah, between the church and the, like, uh, I'm trying to remember. It's basically, like, if we're doing VIU, there's the administration building. There will be a fountain there. And well, down I didn't the base road. it exactly on that, but. But it helps with the frame of reference. Yeah, there's a fountain. You can find a fountain somewhere yeah. easily. This is like a neat-looking academy. So, what do you guys are planning to do? Because I'm staying here. I'll stay with you, Kazuma. I knew it. And help you with the ghost problem. I wish I was powerful enough one day to punch them. I'm certain there's some way, some way for you to do that. Oh yeah, there's a level on that soon. <laughs> What are you two nerds doing? Um, I might, I might leave for a while. I might head back into the wilderness and just be alone. Spend time with your girlfriend? I know you're joking, but you're not entirely wrong. Hopefully, uh, if I'm alone and I can focus on my, my book and just gaining knowledge on my own, uh, with a little bit of time... Maybe I'll learn how to communicate with uh, Glacia or Glacia? Glacia. Glacia. No, just use, an, use, a, use a pseudonym or something. Glass. Glass, yeah. And you, Brightclaws, what are you doing? Oh, this current ordeal has made me think a lot of my own family. Perhaps I shall go back to the Bright Isles and give them a visit and then return. So, we will, and Bright Claws, like, so what, how many, so, um, how many days until they leave, or just, or are we going to do that, like, later? You guys, you guys basically got, like, a week to just chill out once you got your marks back. Hey, you uh, can, you can leave, you can stay, it's whatever. Hey, um, I go to Luna and be like, so about that book you guys, you have, right? And he's he kind of, he, like, 
I imagine you two kind of left or something back to the dorm room to prep for something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could you do me a favor? You have that book, right? The yes. wizard's book. You know who has? You know who? Um. Uh, you know who's the party members of that owner? Uh, do I know Robbie? Uh, you guys had researched into it. Uh, and it might take a little bit of time to look into it. Basically, uh, you know that Patrick, who was the owner of this book, this old wizard's journal, basically, and spell book, he became very alienated from his party. Uh, and this was a while ago. You don't know of his, like, either his companions have likely by this time graduated and moved on or have died. This was a while ago. Oh, okay. I, I was going to say we can give the book to the companions and then tie that to the next season. Well, they they are definitely not here anymore, one okay. way or another, those, those companions. Um, Luna, I have a suggestion. You have an option. You want to keep plugging away with that book, or you want to see if someone else can help you with that? Someone else can help. All right. I know you. Can, I know you, you, as smart as anyone, can do it. But it's best to put more brains in the more brains. Big Make a brain. bigger, big brain power, like me. But I can't be doing this forever. I think, and I'm glad you're with me, Luna. Yeah. And I wanted to say one thing. You're my best friend. And he does like the, he does like, he does it, we're doing it, and then we start doing our dragonborn high fives. Hell yeah. And then I said, and Cosmo's like, if my mind seems wrapped up in other things, you gotta understand the pain in my heart is just love spilling out, and the only thing I can do is, and it hurts, and the only thing I want to do is directed at the person who caused it. So forgive me if I seem always seem frustrated. It just hurts. And you, and I want to let you know, there's always room in my heart with you. And he boops her nose. Well, I went off to find a few people. Okay. Alright. And I want to find Jariah or Carl. Well, uh, yeah, I was going to say, if there's anything particularly that you guys want to do over this particular week, uh, you can. If not, you can just, like, chill out. Do whatever. Maybe something will happen to you. I said I, I did promise I was going to visit uh, Roberto once I came back. Okay, well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, so, sorry, Luna, what was that? Luna wants to play her uh, uh, harp to see how much money she can get. Oh, hell yeah. Give me a performance check. You're just gonna busk on the academy for like a week? 19. No, 16. Sorry, 16. Uh, plus your plus performance. Plus performance. Bonus. 16 plus perform. Plus 5. 21. So like 21, goddamn. So, uh, your playing is excellent, Luna. Unfortunately, your audience are students. So you only get, after like, I'm, I'm assuming that you don't spend your whole week playing, uh, but you make about four gold for yourself uh, as you play along and collect like copper and silver pieces. 
What is a notoriety? Uh, notoriety? Her respect level. She's now, like, awesome. Yeah, her respect level has definitely gone up, especially among the bards. Okay. Cosma goes up to... Goes to trying to find Jiraiya. Yeah, so Cosma... You go around throughout the days to try to find Jiraiya. Uh, and one day as you're walking towards where the clerics are, uh, you see her, she looks tired still as she normally does, but a little more peppy. Uh, she, her black hair is kind of swaying in the wind. And she sees you approach and says, oh, hey, you're finally back. Yeah. Good to see you. I stopped a hag, saved my mom, and destroyed a whole pirates. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's pretty good for your first year. And I also got a rake. That's that's nice. Uh, how are you doing? Oh, it's uh, yeah, I'm I'm fine. We uh, we had to like fight a dragon, and it was really exhausting. But you know what? We we did it. We got it. It's done. Oh, that's pretty cool of you. I know you're like the coolest cleric here. Uh, she she blushes a little and just no no. I'm just I I just uh, I just do the gods work as it were. Yeah. God's work? Huh. I don't know. I don't think God's on my side. I always seem like it's always crazy here. Like that time I saw that ghost. Yeah, that business. Well, you know what? And that time we went down the deep. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Uh, he grabs Jiraiya and just finds a private price. The fuck did you mean? She like, is panicking like, what did you say? He just starts vomiting everything out, like, basically, like, what happened. I'd like you to make a charisma save. Oh, I got an 11. Okay. You are zoned of truth. Uh, no, he, he just basically, like, involuntarily, no, he voluntarily just blurts everything out. Like, I'm so sorry I went in the deep and I was trying to, like, I thought they told you. I don't know. I She, like, holds her temple. She's like, holy crap. Oh, my God. The Thander saved me. Kazuma, what were you thinking? I was trying to find a ghost. There, you, there's one goddamn, God's damn rule at this academy. Well, there's several. Was, yeah, they're like, there. That's they're, the they're. number one rule. Hmm. <laughs> he kind of looks like he's being scolded by a parent. Oh, my God. No wonder you guys are so fucked up. <laughs> he says in Draconic, you kind of sound like my mom. All right. Oh, we're not. Hey, I'm not fucked up. No, I mean, like, the ghost and... and your tabaxi's weirdness and stuff. Oh my god. Oh, it's Stan. Yeah, whatever it is. Oh uh, Echo or whatever. I mean, Echo. Trademark. He uh, looks at the camera and winks. <laughs> I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to find guidance in like Palo or somebody for now Please don't on. tell anyone. Please don't tell me. <sighs> just goes down on his knees. Please, 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 please. Oh, I, I thought we are cool. I saved you. Come on. <sighs> Okay, fine, fine. She whispers, I'm not going to tell anyone. Mm-hmm. But if I find out that you went down in the deep again, it is your ass. My you ass? Can't be, you can't... <laughs> she slaps you upside the head. Ow! <laughs> says, we do not go in there for a good reason. I knew a classmate that went down there, and she did not come back. Wait, is it a wizard? 
No. Oh. The point of the matter is, don't go down there, or so help me, Lathander, I will have the staff on you. How do I get more powerful, then? You pay attention to your classes. That's what I've done. It doesn't seem to work all the time. Then find something that's better suited to you. I I'm, don't know. I, I'm... Kazuma looks a little bit tired. Like, just all the energy going off, right? He's like... Judy, help me. She sighs. She goes... <sighs> what can you do? What, like, what... What can I do? Like, I'm going to stay here. Are you going to stay here? If you're not, then it's fine. I can do something else. But yeah, I won't, I won't gonna... go. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. Dragonborn promise. I won't go down there. It's kind of It's kind of cringe. It's all wet and dark and it's like a blob. And it, ew. I, I think it's a sewer okay. system. Okay. I am staying so that I can help to work off my tuition. I will figure out something but I need you to not be an idiot okay? okay I won't be an idiot hey and I don't mean that offensively yeah I know I know I know I know I'm just okay he kind of just seems a little bit tired like I don't know like I've been trying my best here for a while you seem to help me out so you even take the patience to you know like you care about me do you of course I care about you is it just because I'm a student, or is it because of like, yeah, like personally, like you, know, you're, you and I what? are cool. That's we're friends. Yeah, he does yeah, a, like a weird dragonborn smile. Like, it all, like I just imagine this creatures, this race of mons of, of monstrous creatures have this weird expressions, like from a from a weird '90s from a weird '90s or a PC game. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Says, yeah, of course you're my yeah. Yeah, you're, you're my you're friend? my friend. Yeah. Yay. Okay, listen. Red. She she sits down. She pulls a cup out, and she does a little a little bit of magic, and water fills the cup, and she gives it to you. She does the same thing for herself. Says, "I will help you, and I'll impart my what I know in my later years to help you. But you got to work with me, all right? Uh-huh. Don't go getting yourself killed, and don't go down there. Okay. Are we I, are we cool? Can I show you my plan? No, I don't no, want no, to know I, I, No, I'm in a plan to get better. Okay, yeah, it's fine. All right, all right. All right. I, I met my old martial arts teacher and he says I should balance. And I'm thinking of joining the gardening club. That actually sounds like a good idea, yeah. I heard there's like a really kind of a cute halfling there. Oh, yeah, she's super hot. Yeah, I know. And she, she likes to eat burgers, like big. like, And it smokes a lot of weed. Kind of yeah, reminds yeah. me of someone. Yeah, she's cool. And anyway. also, also, I'm planning to take the Barbarian class up to level three. Maybe that'll be good for you, I think. I want to be strong enough to punch the moon. You, she puts a hand on your shoulder and says, you, you do that. And, just, I, I, and Cosmo's like, listen, I'm, I'm, you want to know why I'm here? Like, did I tell you? I'm here to kill, the, gain enough power to kill the man who killed my father. Oh, uh... I'm looking for a guy named Avalanche. This, it's been a while. I've been trying my best. A lot of the times I fight, I die. The last fight, I didn't die. And it's been really hard. I caught a bullet. 
At this point, she's kind of like looking around awkwardly. Says, "That's it's something. It's not that, it's not that impressive." <laughs> I mean, catching a bullet is something. No, nah, no, nah, my teacher can grab it with his with his eye with his eyelid. Oh, well, I everything. If there's anything that I've learned at this academy and through my journeys, is that everything takes time, and you need patience. And I know it's like pulling teeth. But patience is a virtue, and it's a good one. Like this, Plasma pulls one of his teeth out. She'll promptly don't take worry, the tooth back. Don't, don't worry, don't worry. It'll grow, it'll grow back in a minute. She'll Give it a take, couple. Of, give it a couple of days. She'll take the tooth back, put it back in your mouth, and cast a spell on it to reattach it. Ah, it takes a minute to grow back. It grows back anyway. I lose a lot of. Te- I lose a lot of teeth. Well, I'll help you figure that out. All right, and with um, that, but okay, and with one that, more thing. Okay, what is it? And, but, Dry, I wanted to say thank you so much for being patient and dealing with my stupidity. I just want to let you know, I felt really bad when you were out. I don't know, if, and I hope you're taking care of that alpaca, because you can have it, as a promise. You may have it, and I'll help you out. Now, you can help me out, and I'll help you out. I like that plan. And... Um, also, I'm going to find Carl. You know where that nerd is? Oh God, he's with that. Uh, he's with. Uh, he, apparently, he's with. Uh, he hasn't. He's. He's in a relationship. Oh yeah, yeah. He's. He's a real stud at town. <sighs> Carl, Barl, boy, is making me proud. Yeah, he, Carl's probably in the janitor's office or something. I thought he was. I thought I donated the noob tube for him. Yeah. He's still chosen to work as a janitor. Eh, sorry, he's so good at cleanup vomit. Yeah, anyways. So with that, uh, you guys uh, just kind of sit and drink some water for a while. And with that, you know, you'll spend some time with dry up. You can easily say hi to Carl, who is honestly... Carl, he's looked like he's, he looks like he's living his best life. Uh, you see him with a pair of arcane headphones on, dancing with a mop in the cleric building. He's listening to like like new metal. Yeah, probably bring me the horizon. Just like he's just having, he's just vibing really hard. Yeah, exactly. He'll see you and he'll happily wave to you. He says, "Kesma, my life has improved so much since I got here. Let me tell you, I am a stud with all the men and ladies around here." They're all playing hard to get. They're all trying to avoid me. But I know that they're in for it. A little bit of the Carl action. I thought Tim liked you. Of course. Everybody likes me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone does. Easily. And so I wanted to ask, like, you, yo, um, how are you d- doing anyway? Like, are you, besides um, offices and bosses, is, are, you oh, down, the... down, are you down for that later? Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. I got a whole... I got a whole sheet and background set up. Oh, it's good. It's the most epic background. That you're gonna play as like a, a as the district manager all the time. Yeah, but he's got this like cool dark backstory. Oh yeah, he's probably filed from some company that went bankrupt. Yeah, but it was a corporate bankruptcy, and the, the CEO took all the money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a real Amazon shit like, going. But he was like related to the corporate CEO. So oh. it's got this edgy dynamic. 
Oh, it'll be epic. I was gonna play as the uh, as the as the security guard. That's stupid. <laughs> oh, actually, that hurts. That hurts. <laughs> everybody knows that the that the security guard has the lowest DPS of all the classes. What uh, what's the DPS mean in Office World? Uh, guys, help me out. Oh no, Bright Claws plays janitor. Yeah. Well, it doesn't need. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Bright Claws plays janitor, and Luna plays as HR. Anyway, uh, yeah, Carl's yeah. doing fine. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're having a swell time here and growing out of your big back in your big boy pants. His pants have gotten larger. From Uh, all that muscle you're getting. Yeah. And he will happily tip his male-covered fedora to you. Uh, So, Luna, you said you weren't really doing much apart from playing your harp, right? Yes. Fair enough. That's cool. Uh, Bright Claws. I would like to know if you're doing anything throughout the week. Yeah, um, first things first, I am going to go to the Headmaster Beholder guy and going to try and get these bloody chains off now that they are no longer necessary. Okay. Also, are you going to sell that orb of this, um, like, the basically the thing that they already t- triggers? Mm, I am going to keep the orb for now. Okay, good to know. Well, you meet up with Barthanax kind of as he's walking. And he looks you up and down. Uh, Brightcloud says, oh, I, I don't know. That, uh, that whole thing uh, kind of was uh, very traumatic for a lot of students. We can't risk it again, Mr. Brightclaws. Relax. I have been touched by the benevolent claw of the Cat Lord. I am now at peak chill. There is not a remnant of evil gunk in mine feline body. Hmm. I think we best let the clerics and paladins determine that. Come with I me. Alright. Right, close right, will follow. He will drag you up. Uh, you get a lot of weird side side eyes, Bright Claws, as you enter the clerical building. You pass by uh, a dancing Carl, who's still mopping the floor. Uh, and you guys go and get the, uh, I think him, I might have, he's a, he's a dwarf, it's Francois Cleese, who's like the head cleric up there. Perfect. Uh, and you guys manage to also go up to the fifth level of the academy and get, uh, the paladin lead guy, whose name is Arthur Chapman. Uh, already you can see Arthur and Francois kind of side-eyeing each other as well. Um, but eventually, you guys all gather in Arthur Chapman's office, which is looks more like a throne room than an office. And there's, like, big statues of himself in the room made out of gold. There's a big golden throne. It's a little overly lavish. You know, what, what do you say to them in, like, convincing them that uh, you're gunk-free? I have many witnesses in my parties. The violent expulsion of the darkness that did dwelt within me. Also, I say as I summon up my echo, you know, I like uh, present it, you know, both arms outstretched to it very convincingly. 
My echo, as you can see, is now no longer black. It is shimmering grayish color. Not as cool looking, but it is definitively different. That is a fact. You can all see it. And also, my companions bore witness to the event of the bright, wonderful claw of the Cat Lord touching me, giving me his wondrous blessing, and also the ever-loving words of my grand cat. May he rest in peace, the great beyond. Uh, Sir Chapman, the paladin, says, Cat Lord, that's preposterous. And... The yep. cleric flicks Francois clear says, No, no, that that checks out. Barthanax uh scratches his chin with one of his eye stalks and he says, you know, perhaps we can uh do an analysis of Mr. Claus. They both agree. Uh Arthur places his thumb on your forehead. Bright claws, uh, and he chants a little bit of something, and he nods. Says, "I have never felt a more pure heart than that of yours." Yeah. You are hereby blessed and relinquished of your evil. The dwarf cleric he like pushes the guy aside and does his own thumb to the forehead. He goes, ah, yeah, he's, uh, he's checked out. He is fine. Barthanax shrugs with his eye stalk, says, well, good enough for me. Uh, he mutters something, and the shackles come undone. You see your echo kind of shimmer a little bit, White Claws, like a little bit of sudden static, but it returns to normal. I hope that is not foreboding static. Who knows? How do I even know what static is? I'm a cat. An evil voice. <laughs> Close enough. Oh well, I'll figure that out later. But yeah, you are officially freed. Uh, but they do say, you know, uh, Francois especially says, if there is anything that, uh, you know, you find that is wrong, come to us immediately. We will sort you out. Of course. I am confident that nothing horrific nor forwarding will spiral out from this situation. Of course. Who would do that? And so that's the kind of the main thing you're doing this week is getting that sorted out. Uh, correct, Amundo? Yep. All right. I'll also get everything in order for me to head back home for a few months, you know. Spend time with my family and mum. And dad, fair enough. Visiting Kazuma's family and realizing I should probably, you know, tell them all that I love them and hang out with them just in case if magical nonsense were to happen to them too. And all that other good stuff. Sweet. All right. And finally, as uh, you know, you guys are kind of chilling out doing what you do, we come to Marin. And Marin, you said previously you wanted to find Roberto, yes? Yes, because Roberto wanted to speak with me, but this was right before our final exam, so I didn't have the time. Well. Nor did I want to at the time, but after coming to a realization of what's actually going on, I have changed my tune. All right. Well. 
It happens as you're looking around campus for Roberto, you don't bump into Roberto, but Roberto bumps into you. You are kind of walking around trying to find him, like, relatively close to the, like, entrance to the caves where the fight clubs is. It's kind of uh, late in the day, like, it's starting to slowly get dark. It's evening, people are turning in for the night. Uh, the lanterns that uh, provide the night lights are just starting to come on. And out of the darkness appears Roberto. And he says with a guitar strapped over his back and his fabulous flamboyant clothing on, uh, sort of his, you know, bardic garb, as it were, he says, Oh, hey, uh, Marin, I was just looking for you, man. I suppose I could say the same. You had oh. something to discuss with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he looks towards, like, the cave entrances. I think it's best if we, uh, head on inside. Kind of, like, looks around. I gesture to him to lead the way. He'll nod and he'll proceed in. Uh, seems a fight club is not engaged this time around, you know? It's, uh, it's pretty quiet in the tunnels. And he goes on to say, you know, once he's sure that nobody's around, says... You've been feeling, uh, I just had a bit of a question. You know, I'm sorry for prying at all. I don't mean to. But, uh, you've been feeling, like, kind of weird or different lately. Again, I don't want to pry. Um, more powerful, I suppose? Nothing particularly weird, except for, like, you know, healing magic kind of throws me in, but nothing I would describe as particularly off-putting. Well, uh, you see, I'm, as I'm sure that you can establish, I'm a, I'm a people person here, Marin. And, I, you know, you get to know people and you get to figure things out about people. And I think there's something special about you that maybe you've told your compatriots, but I'm, I'm a curious guy, Marin. I'm a curious guy, and I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable or anything crazy like that, but feel that there you got something going on man and as your as your friend and he kind of like uh like waves a little blunt in his hand you know i want to make sure you're all right is he offering this to me or is it no it's just kind of a it's just kind of like a, a gesture of how he knows you gotcha gotcha um yeah he'll uh marin will say uh I think I got a similar feeling from you, Roberto. Uh, you seem to have quite the knowledge on me and my whereabouts most of the time. He gives a wry smile at this, a smile that's a little too big. Uh, and he says, so you've noticed that, eh? Took me some time, had a bit of, of a epiphany, but yes. He goes, I see. Tell me, Marin. Why are you here at this academy? Well, initially I came here uh, because I figured becoming a powerful ranger would help me fill out my monster manual. Uh, But that has since changed. Changed to what? This book I hold here in my hands, uh, it holds more power than I ever could. Uh, I wish it to become more than just a monster manual. It'll be a tome of all knowledge. 
Uh, to do that, I'm going to need to learn things. That's why I'm here. Fair enough. Do you mind if I do you mind if I take a peek? Are we in the? Like, I'm I'm guessing we're heading to to the uh, the hidden room. By this time, uh, you're kind of near the entrance, the secret entrance to where the Fight Club is, like the illusionary wall. You're still technically out of pu- out in public, but there's not actually anybody around. You guys are in the caves. At most, you might encounter like a drunken student walking through the halls. Yeah, but same. There's let's, nobody around. Let's wait till we're inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you wanna you wanna check out that uh, that room? Yeah, I figure as long as we're there, uh, we won't be interrupted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come with me. He'll lead you over to the entrance of the room. And he says, so, uh, he looks behind him, he looks in front of him. You guys aren't in the room yet. You're just in the wall near the secret door where it is. He says, uh, you mind if I take a look? I, uh, sure. I, I, I hand him the manual and he kind of... Marin is stronger than he looks, so I'm guessing for Roberto, it's kind of... He has to heft it in order to lift it. Yeah, Roberto's not particularly strong. He goes, oh, oh boy. And he starts flipping through it. Uh, he flips through it quite quickly, but you see him get stuck on that same title page that you saw the woman of, presumably the image of Glazia. And he looks at this image for a very long time. And then all of a sudden, he snaps the book shut, and he gives it back to you. And without saying another word, he finds the secret button to open the door, and it opens. But what you find is not a room devoid of people. What you instead see is what appears to be multiple people in dark robes that are surrounding the pentagram that was once under the ru- the owlbear skin rug in the middle of the room. And they all turn to you, Marin and Roberto, as the door opens. And Roberto offers you a gesture in. And he says, I think we have a couple of things to talk about, Marin." Seeing these hooded, seeing these hooded figures, I can't help but agree. After you. All right, I'll step inside. Book close. Uh, I'm not exactly preparing a spell, but you know, I'm not averse to combat at this point. If I need to leave. Fair enough. The door shuts behind you as Roberto is. Uh, at your back and Roberto announces to this strange group of hooded figures he says brothers sisters all those inside and in between the usual genders I want you to witness our new member or prospective member I think he'll make a real good addition please welcome Marin Marcus and the figures each start to take their hoods off. You don't recognize all of them immediately, but you do immediately recognize two of them. One of them is Kablorklathon, a member of the Balder Bunch, oh. and the other is Chad Sheevan. God damn it, I knew it. 
Okay. The other, as Wait, I said, you chat? don't. Which? Who's chat again? He was the. Was he one of the teachers? Yeah, he's the the sorcerer tiefling teacher. Yeah, he looks like the a Chad. Yeah. He's just yeah. always in the same pose as the Chad meme. Yes. Uh, the rest of the figures you don't recognize personally, but you have definitely seen their faces around as students around the academy. And Roberto goes on to say to you, Mary, and he turns to you and says, This is a, uh, you could call it a little bit of a secret club here, Marin. And tell me, uh, we, we noticed that quite a while ago, around midterms, we had this nice little spot set up where we hosted, so we did some important club activities, and we couldn't help but notice somebody touched our little knife that we had. You wouldn't happen to know anything about that, would you, Mary? I mean, I don't know why you're beating around the bush. I'm literally in a room with cloaked figures. It was me. I, I carved a, the symbol into my arm. Can we see? I mean, it's not usually present, but sure. I pull up my sleeve. All right. You can see that it is charred and black on your arm there, there, and clear as day. Well, I'll be damned. Literally. Roberto grins and he holds up his arm and the rest of them all also hold up their arms and like hold back their sleeves and they have the same pentagram in their arms. You're not wrong, Marin, that one of the greatest things you can do is accrue knowledge. But the thing is, is that what, what a lot of people don't know is that this academy gives an opportunity for knowledge and power that it's just not up to snuff with the rest of the curriculum. You know what I mean? You see, they don't tell you a lot of the secrets about this place. I can already tell that you are sort of in the know about these secrets. Can I assume that? Some, mayhaps. All right. You see, the real truth, you know, they say the Church of the Thander, whatever, was this was their place originally, something like that. But that's not true. It points to the pentagram that is now red and glowing in the middle of the room. This place used to be a great source of... This place has been touched by Asmodeus himself. Um, if I may ask a question to you or the group, uh, do you know the name of uh, the devil you entered a pact with? We... Our pact is kind of... Uh, it's sort of towards devilry as a whole. But we mainly swear to Asmodeus and his associates. Okay. Yep, that's all. You may continue. All right. 
we want to see as how we're, we seem to have the same goals. I want to be the greatest musician that ever lived, for instance. Chad Cheevan, he wants to be the most attractive man that ever lived. Kablokathon. Kablokathon shrugs. And Roberto's, Roberto says, we're, we're, we're still figuring out what Kablokathon wants. But we're all here for something that involves power and knowledge. He extends a hand out to you, Marin, and says, Marin Marcus, you want to come join us? See what real power is? See, now, Marin, he's a, he's a curious guy. And, like, the talk of power isn't doing it for him. He doesn't want to be all-powerful. He wants to be, if anything, he wants to be all-knowing. But there is promise of knowledge here, too. So, uh... With the knowledge that he has, he's willing to give this at least a trial run in his own head. He's not saying this out loud, but he will he will take Roberto's hand. Although, in his head, he hasn't decided whether or not he's going to stick around. Alright. Roberto grasps your hand, leads you towards the circle, and one of the other cloaked figures gets a black robe out for you, Marin. He says, we're all about style and aesthetics here, so it's sort of our little club uniform. But drab. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's it's with the theme, the cliche. man. I know, but you gotta love the cliches. It has like a satin fine, like linen in the center. Yeah. Man will shrug. He'll take off his normal robe and hat and you'll put on the black one. I imagine right. it's not made very well. It's probably pretty itchy. Yeah, I know. It's, well, it's well made, but it doesn't entirely fit for you. Like, this is a one-size-fits-all kind of thing. But with that, you can go about with Roberto and the other cultists in worship of devilry. Time after this passes along slowly and calmly. The days wind on, and before you know it, eventually you guys do get your marks back, along with a couple of other things. So eventually, like, a letter arrives at your guys' dorm uh, one morning, and you can check, and you can see that your overall grade for this year and all the adventures that you've done is an A minus. Ooh. Yay! There you go. Yay! Please factory. It cites that your midterm was a little bit spotty, but you had such shining reviews from Captain Gant's swim, along with a huge amount of treasure, more than was expected, uh, that you you passed pretty well. Also, the letter from the um from from the uh the the the. I'm trying to think the the card reader. Yes, exactly. Uh, like you, met, you met uh, you met the Vistani woman that uh, helps you out. Also the um, uh, necromancer. Yeah, you guys you guys got all the stuff. And Cosmos like we got an A minus. He does like the bender shuffle. Yeah, and he's like, I gotta I gotta brag this to someone. 
However, now we get to the, uh, like, individual marks. Man, you gotta see. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Kazuma, Kazuma, you got a B. <laughs> yeah, uh, B. <laughs> it is cited in your report that you need more discipline and anger management courses with Rakasha Bone Nasher are recommended. My mom's gonna be so happy I got a B. <laughs> Luna got an A+. Yay. on the grounds that she completed just about all of her assignments and that she has been such a joy to teach. Aww. And Bright Claws, you got a, a letter from John Tutom, a fighter teacher, uh, and you got an A. You are, ex- uh, you are cited as being very capable and an unpredictable fighter, very creative, and you're definitely not boring. <laughs> I feel uh, like that's John Tutom's like signature at the bottom of every letter he sends. Definitely not boring. <laughs> Definitely not boring, John Tutom. He goes. He he. The cause was like, I got. I got to do something. He goes up to. He he basically wants to flex on like anyone. And he goes up to Azur's door and he's like, bangs on it. The uh, imposing form of Azur. Well, maybe not imposing to you. Imposing to most other people. Uh, is in the door frame. She huffs and a little bit of lightning comes out of her nostrils uh, and says what do you want also looks at the i got a b what do you got she shuts the door in her face hey 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 hey! how about we do a grudge match we've been doing three of three and i always like the magic number three let's do it fight club tonight she opens the well, door back honor. up I don't have money. I don't have money, though, but for honor. She opens the door back up, and she says, Next year, if you're back here, I'll kill you. I'll beat you. Uh, Kozovic does this, like, you know, uh, hold up, Azur. Remember, you're way better than anyone, any other monk besides me, but you are. I, I, I gotta tell you, you and I fight against each other. It will be glorious. And maybe if you're good enough... We can we can become how we can demonstrate power and become better together, and then we'll fight. We'll and we'll rock this place before down together. Can, before <laughs> you can finish, the door shuts back in your face, and Cosmo just keeps going. We'll fight. It would just just rock the place, rock and roll, and he starts just like. And some guy from the door, other dorms is like, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> uh, the door opens back up. You see a wand poke out of it, like just a smidge. Uh, you're blasted back by a little bit of force. It doesn't injure you. It's just like a little blast back spell, like in As like in Harry Potter, just that. Yeah, like... basically, <laughs> you're you're like thrown against the wall, and the door shuts again. Yeah, and Cosmo's like, should I pee on the door? Nah, not like last time. Now, as well, you also get a couple other things in the mail. You get from Captain Gantswim, uh, as part of your bonus, fifty gold of coins. 150 gold worth of gems and a cloak of elven kind. Huh. What does elven kind do? Uh, I believe it gives you advantage on stealth. Mm. And you get a uh, in a little adorable parcel uh, get two things. First is what appears to be a little painting of what you can eventually identify as Salty Sam 
and standing on a stool beside him, they're both in tuxedos, uh, is Captain Buchanan, uh, and they seem to be in the midst of getting married. I thought that was Salty, oh, Salty Sam and Captain Buchanan. Yeah. And Cosmo's like, I'm going to frame this right here. Yeah. And you get, in a little box, a ring of mind shielding. Uh, I, uh, okay. we, I need that first. Uh, what, who has the best mind to shield from? Well, you know what? We'll just hold on to this, and later on we'll just we'll figure it out. But Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I can shove it all in the bag of holding. By the way, Cloak of Elvenkind... Um... With the, while you wear this cloak with the hood up, perception checks against you have disadvantage, and you have advantage on stealth because the cloak is like camouflaging to your background. Yeah, it's like active camo. Now, as you guys are kind of divvying up the loot, you're getting things sorted out in your mail. Uh, all of a sudden, you know, you got a, you have the uh, light coming in from the, uh, the the windows. And the shutters on the window suddenly shut. And any other light sources are suddenly snuffed out. And a subtle mist kind of takes over the room. And you see, forming out of the mist, it flickers, is a familiar ghost. (laughs) He says, Great progress. But... Still a fight to be fought. Something wants in must not let eternal d- darkness. The scroll case find the scroll. Case. Don't trust Church Lathander. And with these final parting words, the mist dissipates. Oh shit. Ah uh, shit. Who knew we? Who knew Lith? Oh shit, Lithander! Is it bad? I knew they were bad. I mean, Lithander is traditionally a good god. Well, why does he want bad? Why is this bad? Come back, ghost! I have so many questions. <laughs> I mean, you know that paladin that probably stole your guys' scroll case was a paladin of Lithander. Uh, Cosmo's like even more angrier. I'm going to find him and kick his ass. I'm going to get that scroll back from him. When he gets back, I'll go in and I'll get stronger. But with that, yeah, the ghost is gone and perhaps you guys are left with more questions than answers. Well, like everything else in this world. Fair enough. Like everything else in this damn school. And Cosmos just starting like he throws his like, like mug down on the ground. I fucking hate this place sometimes. Well... <laughs> This is always so trusty. Like, we, we can do so far, but it's so not, not enough. Guys. Guys, we gotta say this. What the hell do we do now? What do we do now, guys? I feel like there's a part of me that wants to say we should just go off and train. Luna and I will stay here and practice. Become powerful. 
And you, Bright Claws, will be with your family, right? Indeed. How's your Tabasquits? Yes. I could have them help the formula and gather us more funds. Furthermore, my father is a druid and knowledgeable in magical nonsense that I myself am not. Perhaps he could help me discover more about these supernatural and ominous ongoings and maybe gain more information with which to properly vanquish whatever evil may be lurking around corners of the academy. I just had the dumbest thought. The thought of like Bright Claws building this like financial empire out of Tabaxquick and basically funding an army. <laughs> like boohoo, you got you got allergic to you got addicted to the crack. <laughs> just like yeah. yeah, building an army and then raiding the school. All Getting all sponsored back. All sponsored by Tabasquick. Yeah, they all have like the Tabasquick logo on their like banners and everything. You don't see they're just the most intimidating motherfuckers than ever, and they have like weapons up to nine, and you're like, yeah, like, and they say this company slogan like, some... yeah. <laughs> Imagine a, like a, a just an actual army marching through, and all their banners have like the monster logo. Yeah, like some imagine like a corporation has like their own army and usurping a government. Now that's what I call a hostile takeover. Yeah, just like a... Bye, Luna. Um, I think I know someone who can help us out find this that book. It'll help us out. Okay. Someone smarter than us. What are you talking about? You're talking about uh, the cipher book, correct? Yeah. Well, it just so happens that. Uh, with my newfound abilities and my larger book, I can uh, learn to comprehend languages. Good. That's also good as well. It is, yeah. It is still in a cipher, but that certainly makes it easier. Mm-hmm. I get it would all. It'd be a, it would be a cipher in one language at least. Is Tyler is is Marin still staying, or is he leaving, or is he kind of? He's, he's planning. He's still planning to leave. Uh, while the cult is nice and all. Uh, his his demon worship or devil worship uh, falls under one devil. Not he does. He's not a huge fan of the blanket worship that the cult is doing. Oh, it's not a devil. It's a. It's not a. It's not a cult. It's a organization for. Yeah, it's a school like, club. It's a yeah. school club. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not a fan of the blanket worship. He's uh He'd want to go off on his own to work on his own thing. Yeah. Mm. That's his plan anyway. He doesn't tell us this, right? No, he did. He's, he, to- well, he didn't tell you about the cult, but he told no. you that uh, he's planning to go off on his own. For oh, yeah. Then, a while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's still. And I will stay as well as Luna. Um, I don't know what else to do besides you want to play offices and bosses. Maybe f- just help us unwind, or you want, what do you guys want to do? Oh, um, do we have any crystal ball we can use to, you know, FaceTime each other while I'm away. Sure. I have something or other like that back home, I don't know. You can buy how a much... set of sending stones. Yeah, how much, or maybe how much Doom, sending stones Maybe Doomranger can hook us up with something. Doomranger? Yes. Maybe he has something. Well, he uses a sending stone. Cosmo calls up Doom calls up Doombranger? Uh... I'll say that uh, a pair of sending stones together is a hundred gold. They are still uh, 
expensive. They're still on a my check item. Yeah. But if you've got 100 gold, you can spend it on them. That's a pair of setting stones, and there's going to be three groups, because Bright Claws and I are going in separate directions, and then Luna and Cosmo are staying here. So we, if we want to all have connections with each other, we would need three sets. I'll say that if you... An individual sending stone will be 60. And you can pay like an extra 10. So 70 for like another two. So 140 total to get them all linked up. Basically like a like a call planning discount. Yeah, if you guys spend... I'm just thinking it out. Like 100 for a pair and then like... 70 to link that one with the pair. So 240 overall to uh, just get links with all of each other to talk with each other. It's, it's an expensive phone plan. Yeah. Well, I have 153 have... GP to burn on this if anybody else wants yeah, to. Yeah, we just got 200 gold of uh, quest stuff as well as the 150 from doing our... Sorry, as well as the... Yeah, we all have 150 each from uh, doing our final, and we also just got an extra 200 from Gantswim. I gave all my money away. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah, you can, uh... But if you put the 200 towards it, then... Uh, uh, yeah, I just say put, that. And I can put the 70 towards it as well. That'd be cool. And then we yellow get together. Alright. Because it's 240. Yeah. yeah. So you guys can all together get, uh... Yeah, you can write down that you have a sending stone to your to each other. For some summer buddy action, yeah. But with that, you know, after you guys converse, you're able to get the sending stones fine and get them linked up. That's no problem. Um, and with that, you know, your time at university or the academy is coming to a close. You know, they... They do mandate that, you know, once you get your marks, you've got kind of a day, and then you either stay or you're out. So I guess we all sort of say our goodbye soon? Yeah, The uh, so the, apparently you learn, you were told, for those of you who are leaving, that the standard procedure is that they'll give you a scroll to go home if you go up to the, like, registration desk, go out onto the entrance terrace, and just portal on out. Uh, upon learning that it sends him home, uh, Marin's gonna be a look. He's gonna look a bit downtrodden, uh, but he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna quickly pass through and then leave. All right. Well, eventually, you guys. Uh, I do. You guys all want to be together to say goodbye, or are you just like, ah, screw it, I'm out of here. Yeah, we were gonna say goodbye together. Yeah, we'll we'll give a group goodbye. Yeah, all one right. of us sold ourselves to the. We didn't sold ourselves to the devil. We're just one of us. <laughs> oh. I think we we all kind of hang out like in one place. Where would we go? Like the yeah, I guess we're all where we meet up around the yeah. Around the what do you, what do you guys st- do? What do you guys do for your final day together? Play offices and bosses. Hell yeah! Yeah. I go up to Carl. I go to Carl like Sheldon and be like Carl. Yeah, yeah Carl will join in. Carl will and, DM. And and who and Jariah would play as well. Or oh yeah. And who else would have joined? Uh, just them. So what about Tim, Tim the Annihilator? Oh, Tim. You know what? Yeah, Tim will be in. It'll. Well, that's a little too many people for one game. Carl is not much of a genius to manage that many. But uh, yeah, you can get a couple of campaigns going. 
No, uh, not campaigns. It's a, it's, it's business. A one shot. One shot. Yeah. No business. It's called, and they don't call them business quarters. No business quarters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You guys are able to go through, get two business quarters started and, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's a good time. You guys just spend time sitting down, rolling weird looking dice and eating junk food. That's alive. Yeah. But eventually, everything does have to come to a close. And you guys are brought out onto the Academy's entrance area where you first portaled in. The sun is beginning to set and you see all sorts of people around that are also saying goodbye to their classmates, uh, their party members, and their friends. Uh, You see... Tim, the Annihilator, Destroyer, whatever, come up to you guys, and he will all death hug you with tears in his eyes. Says, "I, I can't, I can't believe it. It seems like it's just a, such a short time." Why do you guys love each other? What you love? Why don't you hug your other teammates? I'm gonna be hugging them later. And, and they, they look, all, they look, all of they them are like, fine. yeah, they're all like nodding no, except <laughs> Kaborkathon. Kaborkathon looks at you knowingly, Marin, just gives you a silent nod. He likes the hugs. Uh, I don't nod back because, like, what are what are what's this uh, club's opinion on like a single deity worship instead of just worshiping Asmodeus and his uh, associates? I mean, I would assume his daughter is is, is his associate, so yeah. that checks out. Okay. Yeah, you'll if you participate with them, you'll learn that. Oh yeah, if you just want to worship Glacia, that's cool. We don't discriminate in our devil worship. Okay. And, and the lore, Glacius is kind of like the rebellious teen, but yeah. still does a good job. And and they just kind of like send a bit a Christmas card to each other. Yeah. Okay. In that case, I will nod back. Cool. All right. As uh, as Tim releases you guys and wipes away his tears, they say, "We'll play so much boxes and offices when we get back, and we'll get powerful and all that." Ah. Eventually, his party has to drag him away, and eventually, he almost breaks their backs as well. He's kind of like a big—he's like a big child. He doesn't want to leave his parents, not his yeah, grandmother's basically. house. Yeah, but he—they will happily wave to you guys. The Valcor Four, you can see, are already arguing with each other again. Uh, you see, as their portal opens to go home, their various portals, the dwarf Ursula and Valcor the elf are. Still calling each other names, you can hear it from across the way, arguing with each other. Like you pointed well, at your little son of a bitch, tall son yeah. of a bitch, and the other one's like, "You stout, dumbass mother!" Like kind of like they're just friendly. yeah. It's just whatever they were arguing about before. At this point, it's just evolved to arguing and name calling. And Azer and uh, I think it was I forget his name, Harold, I believe, uh, just like look disapprovingly, but Azer will glare at you menacingly, Kazuma. Kazuma smiles and be like, see you later for that rematch. And he says it Jaconic, kind of like in a, he's kind of in a sassy voice. She'll nod and says, next year. And she'll go through her portal with, with Valcor. And then eventually it's just you guys. Well, Marin's not one for uh, drawn out goodbyes. So he will. Uh, with a flourish, take off his hat and a bow, and like a mocking bow, laughing along, and he'll say, See you next year, everyone. 
See you later, you crazy son of a bitch. Indeed. Next we meet. Well. And he kind of looks at Luna about to cry. Well, he doesn't want to, like, demonstrate sadness. Mm-hmm. Luna's, like, she puts her arm on Cosmo's uh, back. And he gives both a, he gives a, a high a handshake to Baron to be like, make your risk worth it. Yeah. Already on it. And prove me wrong that you're not too, you're not stupid. I feel like I've done that already. Uh, Baron is going to walk towards his portal. He's going to keep his book over his face. Uh, whoever's on the other side, he does not want them to see him. Fair enough. Alright, you bloop on through. Cosmo looks at Bright Claws and be like, I'm sorry that I've been an asshole towards you. I guess and you saved my mom and we're all cool and everything. Indeed. And there is no real reason to worry. All's well that ends well. And now... Now... I leave on the best of terms. I miss you. I think, and my mom misses you too. Yes, I will be sure to, you know, keep up with you all as best as I can back home and let you know of what events I do encounter there. You're like a real Usopp. Yes. But, um, Luna, you got anything to say? I mean, I can't really... Um, Bright Claws, just um, do us a favor and don't die. Guess the, the Avatar of Death doesn't want to see you anytime soon. Pray not, I shan't die. And you see behind Kazuma's shoulder, uh, just fluttering down onto the flagstone, Bright Claws, as you guys are having this teary moment, a singular familiar pigeon some ways off who stares directly at you and salutes you. They all stare everywhere. (laughs) Pigeons see everything. (laughs) That's horrifying. Can they see behind their head? Yes. Damn. Well, he's staring directly at Bright Claws and saluting him. Pigeons and horses have like a lot of like even horses they can see ninety degrees but they can't they have that one little blind spot. Huh? Didn't know that. Yeah, it's amazingly interesting. That's why with a horse, if you see their ears directed at you, they're paying attention. Interesting. Good yes. Yeah, I I'm not much of a horse person, but I used to live nearby. Okay. Um, well, I think uh, I think Elliot had to like yeah. talk to somebody. Mm. Yeah. Well. But yeah, did you get my bit about the pigeon? Yes. Okay. It salutes, and should Bright Claw see it, he will give a very subtle yet accentuated nod. <laughs> All right. Cosmo gives Cosmo's like, oh fuck it, and he gives Bright Claws a big hug. Uh, Bright Claws will allow this, and he just gestures Luna like, get in here. Luna joins the hug. Oh. All right. We've been like, we just hug for a minute and then I'll like go and be like, go before I start crying. Bye, bye, Claus. 
Tell us how everything goes on your vacation. I mean, your summer vacation. I shall. Of course. All right. And with that, you can bloop through if you so desire, Bright Claws. I shall do the bloop. All right. You bloop on through. Asuma looks at Luna, and he wipes his tears off his eyes and be like, All right, Luna. We got a lot of practice to work on. Okay. Thank God you're with me. Yeah, maybe we could study together. We will study together, and we'll become stronger together. Okay. And we'll fight together, like always. Pinky swear? Pinky swear. And he gives, uh, and he, when he picks, picks the pinky swear, I'm like, a special one. And he kisses her knuckle where the pinky is. Mm-hmm. And one more thing. Luna, do you remember the last time, the most moment I we were, we, we saw each other before I left to that distillery? Mm-hmm. Thank you for always being there with me, even though I was the magic list nerd, at, the magic list loser at the island. No, that's fine. Maybe a nerd, but you're my nerd. You're a nerder, nerdier. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. And anyways, get... who would help uh, uh, cover your back if there's a ghost? I'm gonna work on that ability to get punching ghost power or something. But yeah, I'm gonna do the gardening club. And let's get let's get this let's get this rolling. All right. And we just do a high five and we walk away. Okay. The first buds of spring begin to show against the melty orange sky as the sun sets behind the vast mountain range ahead. And just as winter has met its end, so too ends your first year at Argonne's Adventuring Academy. Perhaps it was not as you expected, by even by adventuring standards. Tears of joy and laughter still stain the flagstone of this mysterious place. Will you come back to it? Make a true name for yourselves in the mythos of adventuring? Or will you pa- or will your path take you elsewhere? Who's to say? The battle to protect the world from this entity, apparently, that has been mentioned to you, will likely rage on. Maybe you will fight it, or maybe others will take up the mantle. But regardless of that which lies ahead, the portals that are opening and closing with students going home proves that one way or another, this academy and the dark machinations that occur within it are far from finished. You say your goodbyes, make what amends you must, and get ready to forge on ahead. As the last purple swirling portal closes outside the academy's entrance, the first stars sparkle brilliantly in the night. The chill of the mountains urges any stragglers back inside. A suit of animated armor graciously holds open the large heavy doors for the passerbys, including yourselves, Luna and Kazuma. 
they politely and cheerfully greet the students as they enter, which welcome back into the academy. Once everybody is inside, the suit ensures the doors are snugly shut. But what no one notices is that as this construct slowly and softly closes these two massive doors, its head twitches ever so slightly. And with that, so ends season one. Hey, you want to do a final, you want to do a send off part altogether, guys? I always seem to be doing the credits. Let's do it together. Sure. All right. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Adventure in 101. Produced, edited, and plays at Cosmos, Stephen Mercer. And I would like to thank you very much, Robbie Thompson, as the Dungeon Master. Yeah. The most powerful is among them all. <laughs> and also, also, if you have a Dungeon Master, you better tell them you love them. Give them, give oh. them chocolate. Give, doesn't matter who they are. Give them a chocolate. Offer your child to them. Do anything. I will take blood sacrifices. Do anything. But once again, thank you once again for listening this far to Adventure 101, a 36 long episode. I might change it. You might not know it. But trust me, it is one of my favorite projects I ever done with all with all you guys as someone who's been doing art for many years of my life. And I want to say I really do mean it. Love you and love you for listening. And Amanda, what do you have to say? Yay. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. And Tyler, what about you? I enjoyed it greatly. Uh, Marin is a character that um, I wasn't expecting to like so much. So, yeah, I'm glad I got to play as him. Yes. And I want to let you know, I'm glad and was just, I'm just going to say, like, hopefully, uh, one second. It's for a pause. I need it. Elliot, are you going to say anything? I'm just oh. muted because everyone's talking. Oh, okay. Stairs, and I well, don't want people to hear. Well, um, Elliot, I wanted to say thank you very much for joining this project. And what do you got to say for our finals, you know, for our last episode of the final episode, season one? I keep mumbling over my words because I kind of want to cry. I need to think of something super apt. Robbie, you want to say anything besides yay? Yeah. Please check out Twitter, our Venturing 101. It was fun. That's what matters most. Yes. And I hope you had fun listening to this. And please check out Twitter and our Discord link down below. Also, also our sponsor as well. Thanks to them, we would be able to do this more. Um, you want to explain what happened? What we have for plan for season two? Uh, is is this my explanation? Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, going in. Uh, it's right, right first. Anyways, more seriously. So, those of you lovely listeners listening to us, uh, life takes crazy turns, as we all know. And uh, as season one has come to a close, I've kind of realized that, you know, I don't think I just have the the big brain powers 
that I was feeling at the beginning of this project. And I'm like, you know, I need, I need to take a break. I don't know if this break will be eternal. I don't know if it will be temporary. But the unfortunate reality is with my current situation and work and school and other projects that I'm hoping to do as a fellow media creator person, is that I am announcing my official retirement from Adventure in 101. I am no longer, as of this 6.19 p.m. on a Sunday, uh, I am the dungeon master of this podcast. No longer. But that does not mean that the show will stop. The show must go on. In part because we do have people giving us money for this. I um, want to let you know, Robbie, you are welcome to play any character as well. Oh, like, if I got the time and I got the brain power, you bet your butt I am totally coming in as a as a guest. But yeah. I will I will ensure to be like a you know something like a rope salesman or something like that. You know, also, yeah. We also we are aware that um, Robbie will not be gone completely. As someone I'm not familiar with audio engineering, but he will be sort of the background man when I ask for help as well. I am the shadow pope of this podcast. Yeah, and I will be the the one who ministers the changes as well. But I wanted to let you know, like, I'm not really, we're, we're not worried because we got one of the major announcement, and that is who will be the dungeon master for season two. Drum roll effect initiate. I added the drum roll effect right now. Yay. It's, who's that dungeon master? It's, who is it? I actually don't know. It seems it's me. Yes. Put some more energy into it, man. I, I was I was planning on like you know when at the end of Pokemon and they said Pokemon's name and then there's a sound effect. Like storing all my energy for like a hype sound effect. It's Elliot. It's Elliot Yeah. And then I was gonna do like a big meow or something or meow or right claw sound effect. Because that's now Bright Claws is the dungeon master in a meta contextual sense. Yes, that is what is happening. And I cannot wait to devise my plans accordingly once I get those notes and everything. Oh yes, the tales the tales shall be good and grand and wondrous and all the other things. Oh my body's ready. Yes. So there would I can make them. So we were we were really excited for this, um, Elliot. You are now the opportunity to do this, and we will love to see what you got. Because trust me, as someone who does, I, I Elliot, I love you a lot, and I want to see what you can do. So I hope that works out, and we will definitely be and and um, I hope that you guys are all like him too. Because if not, I'm just going to go in and tell you why. Why? I would love to see, unironically, see Bright Claws as an actual like dungeon master. Yeah, the even general manager. Yeah, yeah. So to wrap everything up, I want to say thank you once again. Um, we want to give all you guys out like um, what anything you want to say out to the viewers for listening this far for season two. Good job. The fact that you got this far is fantastic. Oh, if nothing else, 
We at least finished a bloody season. That's a lot more than a ton of shows can say. True. I hope the second season is just as exciting as the first. Yeah, I can't help but agree. Indeed. And we all want to say that we love you for listening. Indeed. Right, shall I cut the recording there? Uh, one more thing. I'll just, hit, I'll just add this in. Uh, and also, don't forget to hug your mom, like I told you at the beginning of the season episode. And wash your bedding. Wash your bedding. Wash your bedding. And can I cut it out? It's cool. um, tier, like uh, top tier. Oral, oral. Uh, yep. Yes. I feel like we should tack on up the more you know. The more you know. boo boo. All right. All right. Okay. And with that, I'll take off Craig.